Hi folks and welcome back to another exciting episode of Lost of Lieutenant. I'm your host Kevin and on tonight's show I'm joined by a very special guest. Say hi Val. G'day. Hello everyone. Thanks for having me Kevin. Val, uh, you've been on the show before so some people may recognise your voice and if they don't recognise your voice they'll recognise your name because you are dropped into our episodes quite often as the Melbourne resident infinity hipster. So, that's, uh... <laughs> that's right, that's right. Hey, if they don't, re- uh, It's been a while, a uh, long time since I've been on, so if they don't recognize my voice, it's, well, they're not long-time listeners, obviously. They, yeah, no, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't know. They don't know. How, how, how are we doing anyway? Um, I'm well, thank you. Yeah, good. Um, obviously, we, we both got back from Canberra late last night, three hours, four hours to spare how, how, before the borders closed. Yeah, I think so. I think it was, what, was it eight, eight, eight or nine o'clock we got back? Pretty kind of pretty fine, Kevin. Yeah, kind of fine. we were sitting in the airport, and we and you you came back, and you're like, Kevin, the flight's delayed. Yeah, no, <laughs> this oh, this is the best. Okay, I'm gonna interrupt you because because the thing is, I was I don't fly often, so I was a little bit nervous with the border closing and like the prospect of having to work hospitality uh, in Canberra for like some uh, some cafe or something if we Look, get stuck. Give her, give her, give her. Um, uh, let's give her listeners who aren't from Australia a little bit of context, though. So, yeah. so we, so we just got back from Canberra on the weekend, which is uh, the capital territory of Australia, because um, we decided to sign up for a tournament over there that was run by Rob Cantrell. And um, we were a bit unsure about whether or not the borders would be open or closed by the time we we, we you know we flew there. But um, what was it? What 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 was it again? We 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 were told as we were sitting in the airport that the borders had shut are shutting at eleven fifty nine that night. And to be fair, like we were checking, like we like we knew there was some risk, but we were checking, and like there's cases in the uh, the territory ACT where we were Canberra was zero. So like. We'll exactly. be all right. Even though it's an orange zone, it's not a red zone. Um, it'll be fine. It's zero cases. It'd be crazy to shut it down. But then, <laughs> then the news <laughs> came through Sunday morning as we like woke up groggily. Uh, it's like, oh, they're shutting the borders now. It's like, Fuck up, flight better not get cancelled or delayed. So yeah, that was, that was. But the worst part though, the worst part of that, Kevin, though, is as we're sitting in the airport, I'm like, I try to like open up, like Kevin, the flight's delayed. I'm a bit worried. You know, you're like, listen, you just sit down, shut up, stop worrying. And you got up, and I'm like, well, seeing as you've planned everything, organized and bought all the tickets, he's got, you're going to Virgin. You're going to check it out and you know, sort it out and you know, see for yourself and you know, handle it. Next thing I look up from my phone, you're sitting there buying yourself a chocolate bar and a water bottle. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you are handling this. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I thought you went to handle this. Instead, you just went and bought, bought some comfort food yourself for yourself. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, was hilarious. Yeah, you were super anxious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, what was her flight was delayed in the end by what? Maybe like half an hour or something? 20 like minutes. That? Yeah, yeah. But still, like, I'm, I'm just I'm like, oh, he's going to go check it out. He'll handle it. And then look over, you'll buy a chocolate bar and water bottle. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, there's worse places to be. I mean, yeah, there's worse places to be stuck, I guess. But yeah, we had literally one other flight that we could have bought tickets for if that one was cancelled, and that was Qantas. So, yeah, 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 no, no, very, very true. But yeah, so yeah, so we just got back last night from that tournament. So we're Mm -hmm. um, we're coming at you tonight, uh, uh, fellow listeners, to do a bit of a recap of the event that we um, that we attended over the weekend, hosted by Rob and the ACD, the Canberra Infinity meta but some of you might know rob as from another podcast um white noise was it i think it was what the white noise yeah what yeah 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 that that old that old podcast he was also on this podcast as well so he's uh oh, he's been oh, doing okay. he's done the rounds yes he's done the rounds you know the difference between the podcasts 
with white noise, you have to like win a big tournament to be on it. With this podcast, <laughs> you have to like come third last and you get on. So um, that's a bit of a spoil. Oh, it's about yeah. foreshadowing. No. <laughs> foreshadowing. Oh, no. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, oh, wow, well, I came third last at the tournament and um, I won the podcast. Sweet. I'm so glad Julian's not here tonight, actually. He'd be tearing me up right now. <laughs> On the chat, on the chat uh, for the listeners, uh, we have like a chat, uh, like a Melbourne chat or whatever, as most most places probably do. And Julian was saying, "I hope the borders close because you don't deserve to get back in <laughs> for your performance." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah funny. it's the usual the usual thing when you're at an event and you like the the, the group chats blowing up and going like, "Oh, how you going? Like, what's going on? Like, what are the tables like? What are the opponents like? How you mm. doing?" And there's like nothing, 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 and then and they're just like, "Oh, I didn't do so well," and then you're just like, "Ah, oh. <laughs> so how are your games?" They were good games. Yeah. You win or lose, they were good games. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a little bit like uh, that. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so thanks very much, Val, for coming on uh, coming on tonight. Yeah, sure. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get stuck into it. But before we do that, we'll, 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 we'll recap um, uh, with some uh, recent games and hobby like we usually do. So uh, besides the games that we played over the weekend, have you been getting any other games or doing any, any other hobby, Val? Yeah, so um, I've had maybe three games recently. Uh, one against my local player, uh, Mark, in Geelong, because I'm in Geelong. You guys are in Melbourne, obviously, so for I know, international listeners, I guess it's like an hour away. Um, and he's just picked up some Shazvasti, and unfortunately he knows how to use them already, so that's going to be tough. Uh, played Hector, the local uh, mob boss, I guess, in the Infinity community. The local he's mob like, boss. He, well, he's like, he's, like, he's like the mini boss of like the Infinity community. He's just, yeah, he's a really good player. So played uh, faced uh, the Bolt Sniper in a five-man link. That was really tough. I went down there. Uh, I lost. And I played Hugh, who's just picked up some Morat. So it was a bit of a mirror match because I'm playing Morat as well. Um, I, he was playing Hunter's Life. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're both hipsters, actually. He lives <laughs> in the West, so it makes sense. But um, yeah, so we we had a we had a game, and he used Haki's Lion for the last time. It was like a, and I used Morats, and I managed to get up. So that, and that was all axes and nails, which uh, no, so warplings. Sorry, that was at warplings in Flemington. That's yeah, great place to play. Yes, yeah, warblings. I'm yet to get over there. I keep um, keep meaning to. So it's on every Tuesday, Tuesday and Sa- Tuesday and Saturday. Tuesday and Saturdays. That's right. And uh, it's done out of a church. Uh, the beer's like three dollars, three fifty. It's all community run, and yeah, and they they have like a laser printer in like the back of the church, like the back building where they store all the terrain stuff. They have a laser printer, and they they're kind enough to print like terrain for infinity and other systems that are popular. Yeah. Really good. Really. Couldn't, yeah, I'll, yeah. I think it's a really great venue. I've been speaking to, to Hugh about it. Cause I think he's on the, he's just joined the, com- the, the committee as the oh, infinity, as the good. infinity, uh, organizer for, for, yeah, for, for Warplink. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like we could be getting some events happening there. And, you know, if you know me at all, well, I do love a, a, a wee drop of, a wee drop of uh, a booze every now and again. A couple, so, a couple so, of beers. Maybe, yeah, yeah, so any, anywhere I can throw some dice and drink a couple of beers in a church of all places. Bit picky with your beer. Bit picky with your beer, but aside I'm from all, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my hipster side coming out. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what beer do you want to get? Heineken? Oh, I don't really like European beers. Stella? Nah. Uh, okay, how about Corona? Nah, I don't like Coronas. All right, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just like yeah. beer that tastes good. I don't want to drink the European uh, pish. Even uh, <laughs> it's fine. Goodbye, European listeners. You yeah. have O twelve, uh, whip twelve to listen to if you wish. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, on the top of your, should we t- cover the European events that happened overnight, just briefly? 
Uh, sure, yeah, we can we can be a, a general news podcast if you haven't sure, already sure. Uh, been listening to yeah. the news or watching the news today. Yeah, it's coming Rome. I think is that the saying at the moment? Coming Rome. Yeah, I think it is. I've got a, a friend of mine who was up at what was it like three in the morning to go watch the the game, and I like I woke up this morning and saw the headlines and was like sent them like a like a, like you know like a gif like it was like are you okay <laughs> oh that's cute <laughs> that's she was not okay um, she was not again, no, no she was not okay but um yeah i mean by all accounts they they played well and when we say they we mean we mean italy um uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you really are scottish no um, no no i yeah I, I i don't take too much too many sides in it i i think they, nah, they i think i actually think the team was very well from i haven't seen it but from by all accounts from what i read on the online is that the team played very well it's just the fans that let them down but we'll not get too much into that one Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, to be honest, um, I'm uh, uh, not to turn this into a, a soccer podcast or a football podcast, but basically all I'll say is I think have scoring the early goal actually went against them because then they, 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 they all of a sudden they had something to lose and they played with fear when I think they were the better team uh, on paper. So I think they could have, um, I think, mm. yeah, if they played. Yeah, I think, I think if they play, if they didn't score early and or if they were brave after they scored, I think they could have won, but anyway. That's a hot. Um, that's a hot yeah, soccer hot, take from uh, hot from soccer take on a infinity podcast. <laughs> infinity podcast. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I have no, I have no real horse in that race other than um, yeah. I'm just glad that I don't have to be listening to them talking about it's coming home f- <laughs> again for another fucking few years. Thank God yeah, for that. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, anyway, thought we'd just mention that. No, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, must, uh, have you been? Have you been doing any? Uh, so that was your games. Any hobby? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I painted up because so, we went to Rob's event and uh, Rob said, uh, if you don't have line of sight markings on your models, uh, you're, you don't have an arrow. So I <laughs> painted up some line of sight markings. But so, so, uh, yeah. let, let me just go back to that one for a second. Though. So, so Rob, Rob said in the event, uh, for the event, if you do not have line of sight markings on your models, your models do not have line of sight, um, which is a pretty, like, it's, like that's, like, I mean, honestly, it is in the ITS document, right? Every model should have a line of, line of fire markings on them. Mm. Um, but I think, I'm, I'm surprised the amount of people that I will play and will not have line of fire markings on, not just like any, like some of the models, but like any of their models, you know, and they're just like going, you know, where his hands point, pointing is the, <laughs> is the front of his base. But we're, it's, yeah, it's, it's a very important part of it. Where's North? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm guilty of that sometimes because, uh, but yeah, I think it's, it's definitely a bare minimum that you should have. It just makes just makes like those because ninety nine percent of the time it doesn't come up right which way it's facing. But then those critical moments, you're like, oh, it's really useful. Yeah. To have. And how did you how did you do them? Did you just paint them on the base, or did you have? Yeah, like, just paint them on the base. Yeah. Um, but I actually know. But while I was doing that, I I actually painted up quite a few more ads. I did all the guns because what I do is I paint the models and then I half finish them. Um, I got the bad habit of it. So I painted all their guns. I, I'm really happy with how I did that. That took me like four hours to do all the guns quite nicely. And I made my Sograt like a pink Power Ranger, but I'll fix that eventually. I think so. I think that's a, that's a nice pinky purple you got on them there. I mean, obviously yeah. it's not a visual medium this podcast, but I do like the uh, the this is it the Sograt? Yeah, the Sograt. Yeah, the Sograt. Yeah, he'll come good. Um, yeah. He just probably just needs another six hours, and then I might post them somewhere uh, for people to. <laughs> Make fun of. We'll post them on the Lost Lieutenant Discord channel. Oh, always, yeah, there's uh, a Discord. So it's, 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 it's always. Are you, are you? Are you? Do you frequent our Discord? Channel? I don't use Discord at all, pretty much. So right, yeah, well, I don't. I mean, I, it's it's a great place. It's actually very. Uh, it's been it's been very good for. Uh, I hear Carlos visits. 
He does, yeah, Mr. Bostria. He does. He has visited once or once or twice. So that's that's, that's good. And obviously, we had him on for the fiftieth episode, which was which was great. So yeah, yep. it's a, it's a popular place to hang out. So quick plug: if anyone wants to come and uh, see what we're all up to over at Lost Lieutenant, you can join us on the Discord, and it's a bit more of a friendly place. Well, not friendly place. Well, it is a friendly place, but it's uh, uh what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, it's a nice community where you can just yeah. you know. Uh, post memes and show your painting and everyone's very supportive um, even Julian even Julian <laughs> no Julian's a big softy uh, if you have uh, really made them but uh, not to give away his um, <laughs> his, uh, his front no uh, exactly no he's he's, he's he's not an intimidating man at all um, yeah so that's good uh, what have I been up to have I been up to anything uh, so I had so I had a game, so before Timfinity, I, uh, which was the name of the event that we're talking about tonight, so Rob's event was called Timfinity, and uh, I played a couple of games in the lead up to it just to kind of get my head back around Shazvasti because I hadn't been playing them for a little bit. So I had a game against uh, Ryan, uh, in, um, our local Ryan, uh, playing the custom mission that Rob uh, added for the event, which we'll get into later, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. It came down, It came down to like a it was a really, really close game. I think it was like an eight-six win to him in the end. So it's like you know, yeah. high scoring on both never sides. Yeah, never yeah. an easy game against Ryan. So no, yeah, no, no, definitely not. Uh, I think he was running. Uh, what was he running again? Oh, he was running QK actually. QK, that's yeah, he ran QK, which QK. and uh, yeah, and he came into the game going, oh, you know, this is just a bit of fun. And I'm like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, it's never. It's it's always fun with Ryan, but you know, he's 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 not a he's not a soft player. No, nah, and he's a very, um, very good player. he. Yeah, he he had. So this is the thing about Ryan. I think you probably meant you probably heard me talk about it on the podcast before. But he will get me every time. Like he just he mind games the fuck out of me. Um, like the last game we <laughs> he played, you know, it, yeah. he you know he 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 had Patrick Lee's hollowed as uh, yeah, Atlanta and yeah. you know threw me off. And he's done it before with Hollow. So when he rocks up with QK, I'm like, he's gonna he's gonna fuck me. He's gonna do something here. So he had he had an Azrael uh, fireback kind of. Kind of just like standing on a building prone by himself, and I was like, "Ooh, I could definitely put my speculo next to him, and just mm. you know, you know, first just turn, end first end turn, him. end him." And I, and I actually was like, "No, that's what Ryan wants me to do. He's gonna do something. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna counter deploy a Yan Yan or something. You know, he's gonna do something funny." I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something else. Oh and turns God. out he didn't do that at all because his reserve was like a Jambazan sniper. And I'm like, God damn it. God, God damn it, Ryan. Like, that's why. Because then, cause then his Azrael Farback proceeded to just walk up the middle of the board and shoot everything I had standing out um, yep. with with just... Continuous damage, damage 16, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just just without what? without a care in the world, he was, he was um, mm. able to lay waste to my, most of my army with that one... Fucking fireback. Ryan's got so much property in your head, it's ridiculous. He does, <laughs> right? So yeah. Much. Every time I face him, I'm just like, what's he gonna what bullshit is he gonna is he gonna pull on me tonight? Yeah, no, um sure. and then the other game I had against um against Nick, who sadly can't be on the show tonight. He was supposed to be, but he has um father duties, so yeah, uh, instead. But we I played him in Supremacy and he was running White Banner, and that was another very good game. Um, we played, yeah. So we played supremacy. I did the deploy first, go second trick, which, um, yeah, it 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 uh, it it paid off. Um, ended up actually, I think it was almost it was almost a draw. 
Um, but on the last turn, I revealed something from hidden deployment and walked into a zone that I think he just had oh. like a, a flash po- a flash pulse bot holding, or like you know, basically not enough to outpoint uh, Malignos. And that I think handed me like it wasn't a, it was a narrow victory. It was like a six four or something like that. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's very close. And that was a that was a good game. Um, and then hobby wise, uh, not much. I finished off a couple of Shazvasti for the tournament. So finished mm-hmm. off the Caliban, a couple of Cal- uh, I think it was a couple of Caliban. I finished off, mm-hmm. and um, and then I think that was about it. Yeah, there's a few other things on my painting desk I'm looking at right now that I have not had the, I don't know, mm-hmm. momentum to carry on with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it. Just touching on your stuff because I was looking at your Shazvasti, a uh, bit of a hot topic, but um, they're really nice actually because, but they're the Defiance ones, so not everyone's going to be happy to hear that. But um, <laughs> yeah, the yeah the Shazvasti stuff looks. Uh, well, I, I like the paint scheme with the color shifting paints. So I should pick some up in Canberra. But as far as the models, uh, that was the first time I actually held the Defiance models. They're really cool. They're really really cool sculpts. Yeah, yeah, no, that Caliban's a really cool one. Um, uh, with the kind of with the kind of predator um yeah. hand cannon thing is really nice um, as well and uh, yeah and the, the male speculo which some people don't like but i think it's um it's, it's quite nice to have a male a male speculo even though he's a, he's a bit basic you know he's not doing that much but i think that's fine mm, um, yeah so yeah. with that out of the way um we'll go through our um, upcoming events so we have on the 24th of july at guff Werribee, we have um, Ben's event, who's running No Retreat. So it's a 16-player cap, $20 entry. I can't remember the three missions. I think he's got a custom mission in there um, called Seize, Seize and Vaccinate. Yep, yep. Ah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's very uh, on on theme. Yes, it, it, is, it is. On, it is diff- definitely very, very thematic. Um, I think I th- the Australian government just made some ads for it. Oh God! Um, don't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, me, no, no. yeah, actually, yeah, on that topic, like, meanwhile, everyone else in the world is like, you know, getting Elton John and Barack Obama to promote, like, getting oh, vaccinated. Well, well, and in Australia, in Australia, it's like, vaccinate or die. And you're like, okay, yeah, oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah, do, do we want to do the do we want to do the carrot or the stick approach? Uh, and Australia seems to definitely be the stick right now. Yeah, I don't um, know. Um, I regret bringing it up, but um, maybe it's it's probably like I've actually seen it. Uh, so I'm just going on people's reactions. So very don't take anything I say. But I think maybe they used uh, the same idea as like the smoking ads. Maybe I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Maybe they're doing that approach. That but the missions, cool. I yep. just brought up the missions for Ben's event. Um. Mm-hmm. First one's firefight, that'll wake you up in the morning. Um, then custom mission is second, and then supremacy to finish it off. Okay, yeah, uh, and it's, yeah. A, it's a, I think it's a sixteen-player cap. You're you're going to that one? Yeah, absolutely. I got to try to redeem my Morat somehow. I'm hoping to get a couple of Geelong guys down as well. Uh, but everyone's pretty busy at the moment, so we'll see how we go. Yeah, and speaking of Geelong, uh, after that you've got uh... yes, winter wipeout. So the, our local game stores tries to put on a con type event every twice a year once in summer once in winter so this is their winter one and they've got a couple of different systems on the day and if it is one of them i'll be running it we've got a 20 play cap um two-day event uh there'll be booze uh there'll be uh it's at a venue with alcohol license and there's five missions um as well as uh what's his name as well as four other events going on so lots to do lots to see and yeah it's gonna be a good time what's the other uh game systems there so uh there are 40k um 
uh, Age of Sigma, but they're having a bit of trouble with the signups with Age of Sigma because it's between the two editions at the moment. And then there's also Lord of the Rings. So yeah, so those those are the other systems at the moment. So it's only so the cons only have um so the store has only been around for just like just over a year now, I think. Uh, so the the store owner is really trying to make it. Uh, build it up. So this is kind of the first year we kind of just opened up to multiple systems and just try and build it up. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be good. And what's the, the name of the store? Uh, throw the Dice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Throw the Dice in Geelong. Um, and they've just moved there. They've moved into a bigger store and now the grand opening is actually next, uh, this Saturday. So we're all very excited down here in Geelong. So yeah, it's going to be good. That's good. That's great to hear. Uh, yeah. We'll make it down there at some point in no, the future. Sure. You're welcome. Yep. And then um, yep. after that, we've got uh, Burn City Brawl. So that's um, being run by myself, uh, the two Chris's, and Pete up here in Melbourne. Uh, so we announced oh, last week that we have secured a venue. Um, so it's a really cool venue. It's at the Masonic Centre in Collingwood. And the guy who kind of looks after the bookings is a super cool guy. He basically just said, yep, yeah, pick up the keys on Thursday, drop them off on Monday, and it's yours for that period and you can bring your own alcohol you can stay there as long as you like it's a big big spot like you know big place with like multiple mm. fridges you know uh, so yeah we basically make it our own for that for that period of time which is which is really great um so i'm looking and forward to that hmm? do you have to become a freemason to play in the tournament or uh, i don't think i have to extra? i don't <laughs> yeah i don't think uh, they've i don't think i don't think they've uh, they've attached any of that to it there's no need to to don the robes i actually right. know very little about about, about the freemasons other than what i've seen in the simpsons so yeah, that's it's very <laughs> it's very yeah, it's very hard to know exactly you know what uh, you know the, what the guy, exactly goes on there yeah and the, and the guy was just like you know uh, he was he i think he actually made reference to that he was like yeah you know some people don't know like what we do and he's like it's really weird that no one knows what we do and they're like, but you're a secret society and they're like, we're actually not secret. We just pop cut, I don't know. Yeah, pop, pop culture, culture has made them. It's kind of like it's the same with us. Nobody really knows what we do. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to play some miniature games. What are miniature games? Oh, it's like chess. It's like you know? yeah, it's like chess yeah, with more with different. With, but you paint the pieces yourself, as Rick and Morty would say. It's like chess with extra light uh, with extra steps. Extra steps, chess <laughs> with extra steps. Yeah. Uh, yeah so we've uh, that's the eleventh and twelfth of September. Um, Sixty-five dollar entry. We've got like a fifty-player cap. Um, we currently have plenty of spaces available. We've um, and we have just announced today if you get if you sign up between now and the end of the month you go into a draw to win a gogo marlene so that's a very sought after miniature that um, is a very sought after miniature right yes and uh, i do know of a few people in australia that are uh, always after all the limited edition figures to add to their force or just to keep in a box just, yeah for sure Some yeah, people so, collectors, right? yeah so uh sign up and no, uh it should be a I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah we're definitely going to get a crew from Geelong to come down for that. Um, I think Dean, my housemate's definitely already signed up. Um, I'm signing up this week, like I said, um, uh, just because I'm always lazy with these things. And uh, Chris, Mark, and Dan will hopefully, the local Geelong guys, and hopefully uh, Richard, the store owner, will hopefully sign up as well. It'll be good to get them. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I, yeah. I really like you, the the guys from Geelong, like having only met them like for the first time this year. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's always it's always great when they appear for an event. 
Mm. Um, and they, you no. know, they, they, they're, they're, they're good crack and they, and they like a, they like a couple of drinks as well, which is always, yeah, no, always fun. <laughs> it's no, always, good. always good. Always good. Um, and then after that, we've got, um, actually I need to help the guys in Brisbane a bit for a bit more details on this event, but we do have the Brisbane open, which is on the 6th and 7th of November and it's a $60 entry and a $60 player cap. Um, so if you want to know, find out more information about that, hit up, um, Chris Fiddick. Uh, or the guys over at the Transmission Matrix podcast if you're interested in that event because I am. So guys, give us some more information, please. Thanks. Yep. Um, all right. Any other events that I missed out of there? Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think that's all that's kind of planned at the, at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I believe yeah. so. So um, before we get into... So we've got to... Uh, so we got announced the um, winner of the June challenge, oh, nice. um, and then announced the July for the July challenge, which we've already announced. We announced that last week. Um, mm-hmm. Before I get into that, though, for a correction from last week when we were doing the FEQ, um, a few people said that we we got the climbing rule wrong, um, and yeah, it turns out we did. Um, I I don't know about you, but I've always I've I've been for some reason I've always played climb. And on, on and using ladders the same way, mm. um, and I didn't actually realize I was doing it wrong the entire time. So I've always played like if the if the ladder, you know, if the building's three inches high, then mm-hmm. three inches will get you to the top of the ladder. Yep. Just like how climb so just, works. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Whereas the if you could clarify that is if you're using the climb skill and it's a three inch high uh, mm-hmm. building, then three inches will not get you to the top. You need to use the fourth inch, inch. if you're if you're an S two model to get to the top. Of course, mm-hmm. the, ram- the ramifications for that means is if you're a 40 mil base or a 55 mil base, you're going to need to have those inches spare to get to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I think the, where, the, where the confusion for me came from is I played that way for climb and also when you're using ladders. But in actual fact, you um, you could never have done that using ladders. So whoops, um, I've been playing that wrong for at least since the start of N4. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. Like it's it, it makes it makes it makes a lot of sense, right? Because you you, you can't you can't use inches you don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think in at least, oh, in, Mel- at least, at least in the Melbourne <laughs> at least in the <laughs> Melbourne area, there was always this perception where you kind of got some free movement when you got to yeah. the top of a ladder. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like it's like you know one of those things that you, you don't want to be too pedantic with. So everyone just like yeah, go for it, you know, sort of thing. I think so, yeah, yeah. And, and I know that was always something that that seemed like a very powerful thing for something like a Sujan to use. You know, a Sujan could you know move eight inches up yeah. a ladder uh, and effectively get that forty mil, like essentially yeah, uh, almost away. two inches free, mm-hmm. um, which is not correct. So that kind of um, it makes sense, and it's how it, it's how it should be played. But my question is, do you save the inches by when you come onto the wall? Because you don't measure that. Because when you're up against the wall, right, you kind of like you go onto the wall, right? So then you gain your base size when you move like onto the wall, don't you? So doesn't mm. it even out kind of? No, you you don't because you still have to measure from the bottom of the wall. Yeah, so oh, do, you, oh, do you measure from the wall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess you would. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah cool. so if the building if the building is three inches high from the mm. from the from the ground level to the very top, then that's three inches of your movement just to get to like mm. the top of the building without being while well, still being on the vertical. 
I just feel bad about talking about this because I can just see Rob Cantrell ripping his hair out because he was kind of lecturing us on this on Saturday night. He was talking about this exact thing, <laughs> and he, like he explained he explained to us perfectly, and we all like nodded along. And now we're like, we're, now we're confused again. So he's probably just <laughs> listening, just like, oh my god, you idiots! We know how to we know how we how we how we play, and we yeah, just yeah. we just play it, and then maybe we're wrong. But anyway, <laughs> so that's a correction for that, guys. I think we yeah, we 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 may have I may have said something um, based on what I thought was correct, but it turns out mm. I, I've been playing it wrong this entire time. Um, so, we'll, uh, so yeah, so the June challenge, uh, we had the chess clocks. Uh, mm. Did you play any games with chess clocks, Val? No, I didn't actually get a chance, unfortunately. But um, uh, my first game with the chess clock was actually the first round of this event that we, we were just at. So I did have an experience with it. Um, I liked it, um, but no, I didn't do it for the challenge. Okay, yeah. So you, you had a generally positive experience in those three games you had on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it was it was good for sure. Um, it it was interesting because I took ten minutes to deploy. How long did did you notice how long you, you took to deploy on average? Yeah, so I, I I timed it on all three of my games, and um, I went second. Oh, did I go second in all three? I went second in all three games. Yes, I did. Yeah, I guess. And I took um, it was like ten minutes for round one. 15 minutes for round two, I think 15 minutes for round three. Oh, 15 minutes, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, about 15, about 15 minutes. So mm. on average, it's about 15 minutes. I think one of the rounds might have been longer than 15 minutes. Might have been like, um, like closer to 20. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's really important. Uh, we actually know John. I remember John, uh, the one who inspired you know one of your previous challenges um, from Melbourne. He used to take up to 20 minutes to play. He's like, nah. It was like, if I get my deployment right, I'm in the game. If I don't the game's over so he really had that focus on deployment i remember so um and yeah i think there's definitely a lot of value so uh, 10 yeah. minutes seems a little bit quick maybe i i i personally think that um you know just going by all of my games i did 20 minutes seemed to be a pretty comfortable uh, amount of time mm. uh, if i took less than that i felt good about myself mm. I, mm. I don't think i ever took less than 15 minutes on any of my deployments okay uh, especially okay. when you factor in the reserve um you know, yep. I, I almost always took more than, um, mm. more than like fifty minutes or longer. Uh, a lot mm. of my opponents would take about ten. Uh, I know Nick, for instance, only took like five minutes to deploy. Um, yeah, in yeah. our game, he, we 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 played. Mm. Um, Nick Nick's been around that list for a while, though. I think he's got a really good, like he's really honed in with it, isn't he? I think I think that I think that definitely list? yeah yeah it is a similar similar list. I think I think it makes sense. Uh, you know, if you know your if you know your army, you know your list. Uh, and I think it also makes sense if you're going first. I think I feel like you can, um, mm. you know, dictate a bit a bit more, so you yeah, don't have to take so much time to deliberate. Um, but I know for you know, uh, yeah, deploy deployment for me is very important, and then the first turn is usually very, um, very long for me as well. Like I, I can take probably forty minutes for deployment deployment, and deployment turn in turn one, wow. um, leaving me twenty like leaving. Me, but when you think about it, then that still leaves me. Um, 20 minutes left which is still mm, 10 minutes 10 for minutes, turn 10 two minutes, yeah. and turn 10 minutes for turn three and mm. given we'll get into you know the, the tournament we played on the weekend i think mm. in all three of my games i had about five minutes well between five and ten minutes left in in round three of all three of my games and right, was, okay right, right and that was um that was enough time in all of my games i think there was only done. there was only one game where i kind of had to sacrifice doing some things in order to just finish on time Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't. It didn't affect the overall 
of the game because I, it, what, it, what it meant then is that I didn't fuck around doing stuff that wasn't going to win me the game. It was I just went, well, okay, what do I need, need to do to win? Yeah, this nice. and this and this, I'm done. Like I could do no. more to yep. you know to maybe um, get maybe another uh, another OP or mm-hmm. to kill a few of my opponent's things. But in the end, you're like, well. I'd rather get this done and then just finish and not have to. It made the yeah, it made the decision making process easier, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It kind of focuses you on what's important. Um, That's really cool. So, yeah, yeah, I um, I certainly thought that um, it was a good experiment for me. Um, yeah, for sure. Was... I think Rob, uh, Rob explained how to use the chess clocks before the uh, event started was pretty useful as well. Because basically, uh, the big question is with the ARO mechanic, right? Everyone's mm. like, oh, how do you use chess clocks with ARO mechanic? To be honest, if you're the active player, the way Rob's ruled it or suggested is like, if you're the active player and the opponent has and the opponent has an ARO, you just leave it on your time. But if the opponent's starting to like really deliberate and really go through the crunch the numbers, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just switch it over to their time sort of thing. And you guys can both kind of be mature about it and it works out really well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that was something that um, I didn't... What's it? I needed to think about it. I needed to um, recognize that a bit more in my game. In my games where if I knew I was taking... It would take me a few moments to realize I was taking time mm. to decide. Yeah. And what, but what would what would kind of help me along with that decision is I would see my opponent's hand kind of hovering over the head yep. chest clock. I yep. was like, oh wait, I am t- sorry, yeah, I'm taking too long. Yeah, fl- yeah. Like flip it over while I make that decision. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it might yeah. it might only take me another five seconds, but also even yeah. just seeing them reach over would make, uh, would make me go would make me go. Cool. Right, I'll shoot. Right, and yeah, and, and generally right. speaking, it wasn't that much of a big deal. The only the only time where sometimes it um it would be uh like an issue, not 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 an issue, but if if it was a particular, hmm, I'm trying to think. So I I think I had a an engagement with a Shangji. Mm. So you know a Shangji HMG has well an HMG has mm-hmm. a has a chain coat has a pistol, but it's also mm-hmm. like OK and CC. So when I had a situation where I could go into CC, there was a moment where I had to go. Wait, what has your Shangji got again? So then yep. you know. So then it kind of it felt like it, sh- it was. I was kind of unsure whether this should be on my time or their time. Yeah, courtesy list there, I guess, would help. That's a good point. You know yeah. what? Actually, that's a good point. And yeah. none of us had a courtesy list out to actually. Yeah. Um, this was against Nick, or was this at the tournament? This was against um, Chibi Just, on the third round of uh, the, right, the, the, yeah, the, the tournament. Yeah, because yeah, gotcha. you know, because I was I was wanting to kind of like engage the Shang Ji, but I just wanted to make sure that yeah, he had, right. you know, if he's got a chain coat, then I'm like mm, maybe I don't want to engage this guy because yeah, he's tempting right. me. So, so that and that, and that took a little bit more for me to decide, and that's fine. Then flipping over to my time. Mm. Um, while but, I while I ask these pertinent you know pertinent questions about the unit, yeah. so that I can make the right decision. But just going back a step, actually, what you said. So one of the cool things about uh, what you mentioned about you know the opponent hovering their hand over the clock, right? That's a much more subtle way of saying you're taking too long than somebody saying, "Hey, hurry up with your decision," right? Because that's really abrasive. But like just having like having like some sort of like communication between the two that you know you're deliberating to a little bit long. It's like a very soft way of saying it, kind of like putting yeah. that message across you know because yeah. like it's just like a, the body language communication rather than like verbal because like if if like you're if you and me are having a game i'm like kevin come on hurry up or like kevin you're taking a long time to make a decision it, no matter how softly i phrase that it's going to kind of be a little bit more jarring than me just kind of like hovering yeah actually no that's a good point um i think 
I think uh, it's it's sort of making me realise that like you know I'm I'm taking I'm taking longer than I need you know than well not not that not that I need to take longer mm. but I I'm taking longer than I think I'm taking to make this decision mm. and uh, yeah it should definitely be on my time while I'm making this decision and I'm not mm. wasting mm. my opponent's time um, yeah, so like yeah, yeah having that little visual cue kind of helps helps remind me and I'm sure the longer yeah. I play with them as well the 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 more aware of that I'll become mm. so. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so that, I, cool. I. Yeah, so yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. We had a lot of yeah. uh, positive feedback from the um, huh? from 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 the challenge. Yeah, it was a lot on of Discord them. or yeah, do you guys the... get um po- like uh, personal emails? And so, if you get personal emails, who gets the most? Well, <laughs> so so to enter to enter the challenge, you had to send us an email. Uh, we did have a few people send in, not send in, but like write stuff on Discord. Mm. And I was like, you yeah. know, like guys, like I, that's going to get lost. Like, send it to us in an email. Um, so we had in the end, oh, let me just bring it up now because I can't remember. Um, um, we had, I think, five entries in the end yep. that were submission, but we had a lot more discussion on, on, on Discord in general. Oh, about, cool. Yeah, cool. just, you know, people saying, hey, I, you know, hey, I tried it. Oh, you know, this is really good. This is interesting. I'll definitely try this again. Yeah. yeah um, sure. And then, you know, so there was some good positive discussion about it. So, yeah, we had one, two, three, four five people submit and mm-hmm. um yeah they're all they're all very very positive yeah yeah um, i mean by chess clock actually no it was really it really, it really was it was cool yeah it was good and like the thing is like you can use it as a guide or you can use it like you know like you know if you run out of time you um don't arrow anymore however you want to agree with your opponent like yeah it's 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 versatile i think it's a good tool yeah well i think we had some people who submitted it because they were kind of um you know, they, you know, so we had like a couple of people submit it because they just have other lives that they want to, you know, they may only have a couple of hours on, yeah. a, on, on a night to, to play with it. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, this might help, help us get out the door faster. Yeah. They, you know, yeah, get yeah, back to it, sure. you know, get back to our, our wives and, and stuff. So and, that was, you know, that was a good way. And there's other people that are using it as a way to just like check themselves, you know, to, because they know that they have analysis paralysis. So that was a, mm-hmm. a tool that they used. Um, you know, we we had some people say that you know, I don't think that I don't think they think they don't think it's good for their community, but they've certainly um, um, w- would use it in a in, in a tournament, but maybe not in a casual game. And then we had people who were saying yeah. we'd use it in casual, but not tournaments. So yeah. there was lots of um, it, the, I was just impressed at the fact that people just you just tried it, right? You know, there was yeah, not this kind of like there was exactly. not this people just being like, oh, this is shit. Like, why do we need mm. to use this? Everyone sort of saw a neat like a reason. A positive yeah. side of it, so um, yeah, exactly. so that was really good. Okay. Or just an experience out of it. Yeah, um, mm. yeah. So we had a, yeah. So the five entries. Uh, I'm not going to talk about them as such. We've already submitted the or sent. I've already um, sent the link to the Google Doc, so you can read mm. them all there. Yes. And I uh, announced the winner last week. So congratulations to Sam Benson um, from oh, yeah. or or well, an, an ex local. He's up in Darwin at the moment. Um, oh, congratulations yeah, to him. Awesome. He had he had he had a nice little write up about his sort of uh, Darwin meta, which was which is good because it's very um it's very he's basically very, yeah well he he started it from from scratch. It was only him and maybe one other guy, and I think they've got an, a handful more now. So it sounds like um, oh, no. it's it's um it's getting off the ground up there. So and the fact that um, he was able to introduce chess clocks into a very young. Yeah, scene up there wow. is um, is positive like you know clearly people are quite receptive of it mm, um, awesome no, good so, yeah so that's cool sure. um and then i wanted to mention one other entry so we had one from um, jan simon 
mm-hmm. um, who submitted uh, a nice little story. But what I really wanted to draw attention to, and people can check this out on the link, and um, you may have seen it on WGC or on the Lost Lieutenant Discord. Mm-hmm. But he also posted pictures of the of, his, of the table that they played mm-hmm. on. So his friends, his friend, I think, had a table, a warsaw table, that he he built and painted, and it is absolutely stunning. Have you seen? Have you, I don't know if you've no, seen. No, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's like from every angle, every conceivable angle, it looks professional. Like it looks like a, a lived That's in awesome. a lived in city. It's really really beautiful. He's got this great little objective um, room in the middle that he's customized to give it a, a second level that you can walk around. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. So it can be used as an objective room. It can be, and but because it's got that second level, there's walkways that go into it. So you can you can shoot down into it. You can shoot up into it. There's ways out of it. Um, it's yeah, it's a really really nice it's looking awesome, table. Yeah. So like people who want to check that out can can go on to the the link there, and they'll probably see it on WWGC as well. Um, yeah. Excellent excellent yeah. table. So yeah, well done well done to everybody who submitted, and uh, well done yeah. to Sam. Who who won the event? Uh, who who um, was a lucky random winner of a blister oh, yeah. from Toy Soldier Import? So, yeah, quick plug to those guys as well. Yep, um, sure. Thank you for your continued support. So, with that, uh, we'll go on to the July challenge. So we have already announced the July challenge. Um, yes. So we we kind of deliberated back and forth us and the other guys about what we're going to do, um, and we came along this idea of picking a. Um, there's a few ways of like looking at this, but we kind of went with like the maligned profile challenge. So, you know, mm. pick like use a use a profile or profiles in your in your in your games of Infinity that the internet tells you is bad. Um, yeah. Which is that, that that that's a tongue that's a tongue in cheek way of saying it. Yeah, like, we don't, it doesn't have to be the internet because if you're going to go by that, um, and the internet says it's bad, then all of you Jing is bad. So, yeah. <laughs> We don't necessarily mean that. Although, if you want to do that, then sure, if you can justify it, whatever. Um, but yeah, we, we just basically, again, all these challenges are about taking you out of your comfort zone. So, we want you to play a game of Infinity where you are using a profile that, you know, either you've heard is bad, either it maybe doesn't fit your normal play style, or it's a profile within a within a within a unit that is like kind of overshadowed by a clearly better profile. Absolutely. Um, and and you know um the main thing sounds from like what you guys are trying to uh encourage people to do is just grow as players or just experience something new because you know we all get our refined list and we all focus on refining the list but sometimes it's just nice to like find something like something a little bit different and just like be forced have a hand forced a little bit i guess yeah exactly yeah it, it, and it can come from anywhere um you know, from your local meta, that might just be like, oh yeah, that you know, don't don't take this profile, take this one. Mm, yeah, um, and maybe it's a profile that you've actually always wanted to try, but because of maybe you play a lot of competitive games, you just haven't been able to f- squeeze it into your lists. Just, so are you, you know, are you, are you Nick and Jacob all playing Ariadna for this month? <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Julian, like Ariadna is really good now, so I think. Oh, can, is it? Uh, oh, yeah, I can. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. The the rest of the sectorals are bad, but the uh, Vanilla Ariadna and Cosmo are very good. There you go. Good, good to have Julian back. Yeah, good so back on board, Jules. 
Yeah, so basically we, we want you to try uh, one or more of these units and profiles and help us understand why the internet hates them so much. Uh, why do not why do we not see more of them on the table? Have CB dropped the ball in these units or do does digging a little deeper uncover some hidden gems? So mm-hmm. we want you to um, write up your report or essay and send them send them into us at lossoflieutenant at gmail.com and a winner will be randomly selected at the end of the month. Um, and the winner will be uh, rewarded with a blister of their choice from Toy Soldier Imports. Right, so, well, this uh, one I'll definitely be entering. Yeah, well, as we said at the top of the show, Val is a resident hipster, so he tends to run profiles that, like, he was running Bow and Bow were in N3. Um, I also run Lucian Sforza in Imperial Service, and I actually think he's, he's good there. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, we'll get into the, the weekend, but I think you <laughs> ran double crack hot red furies on the weekend. So, yes, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so for, we can, we can, yeah. we can, like, you know, we, so there's, there'll be some good discussion to be had on, um, mm-hmm. on this challenge with the relation to you being on this episode. <laughs> uh, but while we were um, preparing to re- start recording, you went through uh, like a list of units that you think fit this challenge very well. So, do you yeah. want to, do you want to mention them? Yeah, for sure, them? for sure. So just so, yeah, just, just, I, just to give our, our, our listeners a little bit of an idea about, and the thing is, like, this will change, right? Because what you what you and I think is good or bad or mm. weird or or wonderful is completely different to somebody else, right? You know, Absolutely. they might be like, oh no, the you know the IR is fucking amazing, yeah. um, but so it's purely it's purely up to you yeah. as an individual. Just justify it, right? You know, don't be like. You know, because we've had a few people respond on the Facebook, on the Discord, going, mm-hmm. "Well, I only ever play weird yeah. and wonderful units, so does it count if I play an avatar?" And we're like, "No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not count if you play an avatar." Um, but actually, uh, yeah, like, if, yeah, it's. I guess it's. You're not trying to prove anyone wrong, or you're not trying to convince or change anyone's mind. You're just trying to learn something for yourself to a degree. I assume is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it, it, it is. Um, we're not. Yeah, we, we're not trying to. Yeah, like you say, we're not trying to prove that this unit is good. You might run it, and it you and then in your battle report or essay, it might be like, yeah, no, this unit is bad. I don't see how where it fits into this army. Mm. But the next person might take the same unit and go, oh, I found a way in which I can use it. So this is yeah. all good discussion, right? It will yeah, find exactly, some right? useful information in here because as the as the game develops and matures, like people mm. will find units which at off at the onset people thought were terrible or or mm. didn't quite fit right, and yeah. only through playtesting will you find these units and go, oh, actually, I didn't realize this unit had this, and yeah. in this mission or in this situation, it's it's fantastic and it it should be it should be championed more. Mm. Well, the other thing is by taking a unit, it kind of ha- might mean that the rest of your list has to be a little bit different. So all of a sudden, the way you approach a list is different, Ooh, and that that, yeah. that opens everything up, right? So it's just it's just kind of like so so like going back to that person who's like, oh, I never take like for me, right? I never take the uh, the stuff that is like on meta, but that if I did take the stuff which is on meta for this challenge, it might mean difference a difference for the rest of my list. So it's just for, I think it's for like the each yeah. individual to kind of have. Uh, a new experience, like have fresh take on a faction they've been playing for so long. That's right? yeah, that's a good, that's a good clarifying point as well. Because like we, what we don't want you to necessarily to do is to take your stock standard tournament list and exchange one unit for another unit. Because yeah. that's not gonna. Because what will probably happen then is it'll probably just confirm your your suspicions that this unit's bad. Mm, absolutely. Right, because it's not necessarily doing the same job. It's like 
you know, it's like it's like uh, taking your ISS list and then exchanging the Shuja and Spitfire for a Shuja and heavy shotgun and expecting it to do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Like it, doesn't do the same, it doesn't yes, do the same thing. So you need, yeah, it, there is a, there will be an element of um, an element of building your list around this unit potentially, this chain, yeah, or yeah. this change, or like you said, yeah, like maybe completely changing your whole list. Style, um, right? Style, it's yeah. like yeah. If you've got, you know, if you like, like you said, like if if you all, all you run is the Shangji HMG and like everything else is like a skirmisher or like a close combat guy, and then you're like, oh, I'm not going to run the Shangji, so I'll just trade him for something else which doesn't have a HMG. All of a sudden, your list doesn't have a HMG. You have nothing past sixteen inches. That's not going to work, right? And you're obviously going to have a negative experience. So you kind of have to incorporate. Yeah, and, and, and that was something that we uncovered during the 16, 16 inch challenge or at least I did anyways yeah. is when you start dropping HMGs from your, from your army mm. you're not only are you saving yourself SWC you're also saving yourself points and you'll find out that you'll get to the end of building your list and you'll realize you've got more points left over for mm-hmm. you know for Upgrades. for other interesting profiles potentially or other upgrades where you can upgrade elsewhere you know where maybe yep. um, I'm trying to think of an example um you know, where uh, I was running combined army and, you know, instead of taking a, um, I know the Caronted HMG, <coughs> I'm taking the Caronted hat. Well, actually, that's a bad example, but mm. I'm taking other profiles to that kind of complement the rest of the list. Mm. You'll adapt when you have to, right? That's the thing. Even like as the game get wears on, like when you play a game, when you lose some tools that you have, to deal with the problem, you have to adapt on the fly, right? So, like, like with the 16 challenge, you just have to adapt. You're like, okay, I can't take anything over 16 inches, so I just have to adapt. And like, it's like, like, what's that saying? I think create uh, restriction breeds creativity or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Uh, no, no, I'm no. That sure. is definitely a saying because that was a saying that we 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 were. Um, I was championing at the start of N4 is uh, uh, restrictions breed creativity. So the yeah, f- 15 yeah. trooper cap. Mm-hmm. Um, people say mm-hmm. it's a restriction, but in mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's a I restriction so. that that then so. allows you to try other things. You're not going to be mm. you're not going to be forced into um, not forced into uh, taking other units because you've got that restriction yep. um, forced upon yeah. you. So, <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so well, we we could go sidetracked for a long time on this topic and how the games change and go all down all sorts of rabbit holes. But um, what I'll quickly do, I'll just rattle off um, a unit from every faction that I've just noted down that might be worth, which I think is worth trying uh, potentially if you want to be uh, a hipster like myself for this month. Oh, so this yeah, so we could definitely rename this challenge like just the Val challenge. No, 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 yeah, no, no. The Val. <laughs> You'll get no entries for it. <laughs> okay. no, yeah, no. don't 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 like don't be a like don't be a pure don't be a super hipster. Just you know. Just... Yeah, just just do put yourself out of your comfort zone, basically. Um, but yeah, look, I'll go through it. So starting with Pano, I think the Locust with Wild Parrot has uh, value. I think uh, I'd be trying to incorporate that uh for yu ching uh the sujan with the heavy shotgun um this one's basically just targeted at nick this is just like me passive aggressively um <laughs> something for nick now um with ariadna um cool. well, I, I think i think the sujan heavy shotgun is, is a fantastic profile no, it's, it's, um, and it's, and it's not and now. it's not a bad cool. profile in n4 it's just that you you would have to really seriously think about where you're going to put it into your list because it's still yeah. fi- it's still fifty points or whatever, right? Yeah. Um. But it's it's, an, it's certainly an, an interesting unit because if it can if it can, if it can get a run on it can it can oh. annihilate an entire army. So that's a good one. 
the thing is, you think about it, if, if it comes around and sees a five-man link, you can drop three templates on them and whatever the link member sees, whoever, whichever the link member is that sees, the most they can do is shoot you back twice because they're breast two and they're five-man link. And unless they do four wounds, you're still going to be there next turn. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you can just do that trade and still have one more to spend on it at least because you're going to survive it because it's got two wounds, no winning cap with uh, level two. No, um, two levels of unconscious. Yeah, two yeah. levels of unconscious, right? So they need to do, I think, five wounds in one burst for you to go down. So yeah. it's it's really deadly. And ISS I needed because ISS aren't very good at doing alpha strikes. So if you can get it there, it can really pay off, I, th- I think. But anyway, this is all theory casting from my armchair. Sure. Um, Moving on to Ariana, I think Ratnik. I think uh, trying to get Ratnik to work would be oh, interesting. controversial. Yeah, I think uh, trying to get a Ratnik to work would be fun as an Ariana player. It makes which, your, which 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 Ratnik in particular are you looking at? To be honest, if you can make any work, um, I'll, I'll be happy. If I see one on the table, I'll be happy. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, because like I think you and I were having a conversation about this on the way up to camera, mm-hmm. or was it, or on the first night when we were sitting in the yep. hotel room, yep. and um, I was I was actually amazed at the Ratnik. Um, what's armed with in this fucking edition, like. There's an AP Spitfire plus one burst, Panzerfaust mm. plus one burst, Flammenschmier plus one burst, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then an AP Heavy Pistol. That's it's a, Armor 6, isn't it? And it's an Armor 6 burst 5 BS-13 AP Spitfire. That's that's not bad. It's like, that's, That is it's, pretty yeah. good. And the other thing is, the other thing is, if you if you set up your Arena list to play kind of like um, Guerrilla Warfare, where you you run Voronin where you've got extra command tokens you can do that whole coordinate order him being the spearhead so they have to shoot him and the others are camera markers so they can't sh- they, they can either hold against one of the camera markers mm-hmm. or they can shoot the Ratnik and then you can just blow things up and the Ratnik can take a hit so it's like that Russian tank right so everyone focuses on the Russian tank and then all the other like deadly weapons pop out of the shadows yeah I mean so. I, think it's, I think it's excellent I mean yeah like you see even in a, even in a coordinated order that's a burst 3 AP mm. Spitfire um, yeah, I mean it, it is fifty points. So yeah, it's a lot. Give it a go, Julian. You know what? You'll you'll you'll, you'll enjoy it. Uh, yeah. No. Um, after that, Hak Islam. I reckon the Alpha Seed, Alpha Seed, or the AR would be good. I've actually had the AR used pretty well against me, to be honest, on by two different players. So one was at Novacore uh, in N three, and one was one of the Perth guys on TTS. TTS Josh I think yeah I respect the AR but um, the Alpha Sid's really hard because he's so multifaceted he's I reckon he looks hard to use to be honest you kind of have to build a list around him probably yeah, so those I've, are my I've, picks I've, for Huggers one I've been using the Alpha Sid a couple of times now the um, Heavy Rocket Launcher in particular mm-hmm. just because he is such a um, an anchor for your for your army you know having a, mm-hmm. a burst a burst 3 Heavy Rocket Launcher that's arm 5 with 2 wounds he's got mm-hmm. Veteran he's BTS 6 He's Keep got me six, brought up he, by yeah. your super doctors. Super doctors. He's got six cents, so he's dodging on fourteens. He's got submachine guns, so we can be in the middle midfield. He's got yeah, mine. He's got mine layer, so he's like able to get yeah, to the midfield. Get put put down a mine. He yeah. He's um. I like him a lot, but yeah, he's not. Um, he's just one of those profiles that doesn't. It doesn't do any any one thing mm, well. And if you if right. you value if you value like a straight up and down piece that just does. It just yep. does one thing really well. Yeah. Then you probably won't find value in the alpha seed. But as someone like myself who values utility and being able yep. to like spin on a dime to do something else, mm. 
I find the Alpha C to be very useful. So yeah, um, I, cool. I agree. He is um, he is a not often used profile. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a value there if somebody wants to challenge themselves. The AR um, again, ho- anything with hollow projections kind of really. Like obviously Ryan's making hollow projection work pretty well, well against you yeah, particularly, but he's, yeah, he's used me, it against yeah. me well as well. Um, to be honest, he's used. I kind of had a suspicion when I played him that Patrick Cleese might be there, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't because he played a bad. Just because I remember him mentioning uh, in the chat a little while ago, I'm like, this might be Patrick Cleese. I wasn't sure. So, um, but yeah, no, like anything hollow projections are always going to be a little bit harder to use. Uh, nomads, as far as nomads, my knowledge is pretty poor, but I'll say meteors on. Go for it. Um, yeah, I reckon the meteors on a, a, a good shout. Um, I think yeah. it's like you know, it's it's just a it's just a combat drop sensor bot with mm-hmm. you know with a repeater. Um, new and, hacking changes as well might yeah. might mean some new things that I don't know about that you could find useful. Yeah, no, definitely. I think being able to, especially you know, in the in the in the world we live in right now with um, guided guided BS attack, being able to drop a oh. repeater. <laughs> you know, being able being able to drop a repeater anywhere you want on the table. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's powerful. pretty nice. Yep. Yeah, it's powerful. Um, combined army don't have a bad profile, so we'll move on. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, funny you mentioned that because I literally looked at the same yeah. thing, going, "What? What in combined army is bad? Like, I don't the mac the mac trap the mac mac rep? yeah mac, mac, mac rep, yeah mac, rep? mac grip. yeah. If somebody wants to try to use one of them, go for it. I think. Um, It'll be interesting um, to, how to justify. Uh, interesting to see how it goes, right? Because you've got the Yaoga to compete against. You've got the Coronted to compete against. Um, what else do you have to compete against with the market? Yeah, well, what the, the market? I, I don't know. Just like a BS12, HMG, MSV2. It's like that. You get the same six thing. Six cents. From a, Regen though. Regen. Six cents and Regen. Like six cents is okay. Like if they had a, a template weapon, maybe like a like an HRL, I could be like, oh, six cents and MSV2 Regen would be kind cool but okay, yeah. i don't know now, would you go the hmg straight away or would you do the no, sniper or would you do the... about that hacker with six cents and regen the hacker's okay and grenades and grenades that's unique fizz 11 unique you know compared compared to the right compared to the alga you're just like yeah. i've got it kevin i've got it what what you do is you get the market uh my you move into midfield you with a hacker, you target them, then you throw the grenade. So you're plus three. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I can't think of. I can't really think of any. Yeah. I mean, I guess the Jace cutthroats. I did do a, an article yeah, for Broman Academy uh, a few months ago about Jace. Um, I can actually see a, a use case for them in Shaz, but I don't see much plug. of them. Did you just plug yourself, Kevin. I did. Well, I, I didn't plug myself. I plugged Bromad Academy, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, these these guys are great, but they're um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Actually, you know what? Use try using a Jath in uh, vanilla and see how it goes. And Mimetism Neg Six Red Fury. It's okay for, yeah. but for better than the better than the crack up Red Fury. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, um, but yeah, the uh, the Macrep and the Jace Cutthroat. I reckon uh, in CA maybe try one of those. Um, I reckon that'd be a bit of a challenge, although that would change things up. I doubt many people use them. Um, ALF, just quickly, just don't use proxies. so it's not what what to use; it's what not to use. Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just yeah, don't use proxies. Well, okay, so 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 it's it's so it's like not use proxies. So it's not just not use proxies, but like proxies are what are they like? What are they usually? Proxies are usually how, uh, how, how, many, how many points of your army? 
Ah, uh, fifty points, I reckon. Yeah, I, I so, so that that leaves you a fifty point slot in your army for something else. So maybe yeah. think about it from that point of view instead. Not as opposed to like not using proxies. Think yeah. of like what might fit that <laughs> space. Oh, what about Penthesilia? Oh yeah. I guess any bike's pretty hard to use, but I guess an ALF Penthesilia would be interesting. Penny, you got a yeah, lot of rushdown okay. guys. You got mm-hmm. a lot of rushdown people like Achilles. You get Ajax. Actually, I, Dra- um, Dra- uh, Dracios. Dracios. Which one? Yeah, Dracios? he's got the albedo bots. Ooh. He's got the two two Deva bots with uh, flamethrowers, heavy flamethrowers, and they've also got albedo. And right. he's he's a he's a berserk plus three martial arts level two, uh, dude with uh, like a red fury or a combi rifle, and he has a heavy flamethrower. And he's yeah he's like he seems pretty pretty interesting like especially with that Jesus. albedo yeah that's a great call yeah I've been playing this game for like seven years right and <laughs> I've not faced this guy like they just says something about like ALF just using you know bloody this very the similar same thing. the same yeah. list yeah no I think yeah. I think I want to I think I wanted to use this guy named three but Scylla uh, mm. always pipped it for me but this yeah, guy I don't know I think you know I think. Blitzers, yeah. Look, I, like anything, like that's the thing with Infinity being le- as lethal as it is. Like anything can do the job, right? If he gets in the right op- opportunity or the right target, anything can have a purpose. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. belief, at least. Uh, obviously, some things are going to be uh, better than others or easier to use. Like, like going back to Alpha Sid, like you can do a lot of things, or you can just get a HMG Super Gunfighter and just does one thing. It's just easier. So, but yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ALF literally, yeah, I think that's a good call. Uh, 012, they're still pretty new to be honest. Um, I guess Casanova. Um, I think that's what we agreed on. Casanova, I don't yeah, know. I, re- I reckon Casanova. Casanova seems, um, he just seems overcosted on paper, but I reckon he's mm. got enough tools and kit that he can make make himself very useful. Um, yeah. um, the model, the model's not great though, so maybe props no. him for something else. Yeah, there's enough nice models in Affinity that you can probably find one just painted in this game of your O12 and use it. Um, and Toha Coattail, was it? I honestly, I don't even know. I'm just uh, coat uh, with Toha. It's always hard. Um, yes, I think I think the Coattail mobile unit. I think we talked about that on the weekend. The super jumping hollow projector. So again, something something with hollow projector. Hollow projection always you know, makes it hard. Uh, try you know try try to make that hollow projector work. Like we all know, hollow projector is good for mind clearing. Um, yes. you know mind Blue games dog. like kind of if your name's Kevin then you, know, you might be tricked <laughs> by that yeah, that's right yeah, um, but you know like a, a burst 4 combi rifle for 30 point, 31 points that has um, you know essentially 2 wounds and super jump is kind of cool and 6-4 yeah. move like he, he can get places yeah, yeah, yeah. As most of Toha, most Toha can, right? So, mm-hmm. no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully that inspires some people, or just you know, or just gives you some idea to think about what you can do. So I don't know that's just that was the idea behind that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. Right. Before we get into a break, we're gonna just touch on the Crimson Stone, um, Ooh, yes. pops, uh, week that we just had last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, CB were you know doing their usual like day by day releasing stuff. Yes, so, yes, Austria. Uh, yeah, so Crimson Stone is going to be the next Code One slash N Four release, mm-hmm. uh, introducing mm-hmm. Nomads and Ariadna to Code One, Co- Code One, mm-hmm. Code One, Code uh, and then, and then more, uh, and then more for the N Four side of things. It's Corregidor and Cosmoflot. So, mm-hmm. um, we saw. I mean, obviously, all the profiles we've already got, right? They were already on N Four in mm-hmm. in the N Four, sure. but we de- we now have them in Code One. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've had a look at Code One profiles at all yourself. Um, only when we were playing it. I haven't looked at the Crimson Stone ones or anything like that. No, not yet. Yeah. To be honest, I miss playing a bit of Code One. That was that was really fun when it first came out. That was that was that was. It was an enjoyable time we had on TTS and lockdown. I, I yeah, I, I agree. I think people, a lot of people said that there's not enough depth in there, but I think that the, That's in fine. some ways, the simplicity kind of kind of creates a different play style. Like it creates a different game element mm. for you. Like you really um, it helps you get the reps in as well. That's one of the big thing with Infinity. You need to get so, the reps in, yeah, the decision making yeah. reps in. Uh, it makes it much easier. Um, to be honest, like um, I'd actually like I don't know it's uh, if anybody wants to maybe write into you guys, um, I'd be curious to hear if anyone's actually successfully used Code One to introduce new players. Because I'm growing, uh, me and Dean and a lot of the other guys are trying to grow a scene in Geelong, like to uh, bring players into the game. And unfortunately, by the time me and Dean got there, they were already playing Infinity and Four. So trying to get them go back to on Code One was really hard so we just stayed with n4 but honestly i think in hindsight using code one as a foundation would have smoothed out so many things it would have made i think it would have been a better learning experience but i'd be curious to hear if anyone's actually successfully used implemented um code one for the new players mm, personally mm, that's a good so, point. i think it is a great, i think it's a great um toolkit that cb have created right they put a lot of time and effort into it and i think yeah um obviously having more factions will make it more usable and accessible applicable but um yeah i think uh, i'm just curious if anyone else kind of had success with it yeah no i i, I agree and i think what we've um, what we've seen with the new releases in code one army i've i've been looking through them and i'm like i don't know like I, I like the condensed format i like how there's still, still some really kick-ass units in both nomads and mm. cosmo mm. there and they're they're also slightly different as well so and we were talking about before the, over the weekend where you know how we how um when you look at um Ariadna and N four, mm-hmm. you know the um the Cosmos all that for instance is just a, you know it's just a, not a very good not a very exciting profile when you sure. compare them to something like the Vet Kazakh, yep. but then you look at those same two profiles in Code One and mm. the Cosmos all that actually has a place. He, oh, really? he yeah yeah he's actually. You know, he's actually two wounds in, in Code 1, whereas in, uh, in the Vet Kazakh is only one wound because there is no such thing as no wound no in cap. Wound cap. Uh, um, that's so interesting. That makes, that makes a bit of difference. And there's no, obviously, there's no sixth sense in Code mm. 1. There's a whole, there's a few, pro, there's a few skills that aren't in Code Just 1. Just aren't there, right? Yeah. Which yeah. then makes some of these profiles in N4 that mm. aren't very good. They become more obviously useful to a new player mm. in Code 1. Now, of course, the problem with that is someone starts with Code One, and goes, oh, "Cosmos, all that's so good. Oh, he's great. He's amazing." And then you get to N four, and you're like, "Oh, he's shit. It's not great." Like you want to, they'll change the meta, or they'll come and start busting people up with the Cosmos, all that. Maybe yeah, like yeah. arm sex yeah. APHMG is um, it's yeah. fine. You know, it's good. But but you can see the difficulty for CB in designing Code One because they have to be very careful and smart about how they do the profile. So and so then the fashion still has the flavor, which is similar in Code One to N four. As well as having like the difference in profiles, all sorts. Anyway, there's a lot of things to juggle. Like they're putting a lot of effort into it, and yeah, I guess I want, I personally want to use it as a resource more, more and more. Yeah, I think I think definitely we could. Um, I I would like to run a Code One event. Um, you mm. know, pull back a little bit from the ITS. Uh, yeah, and do some maybe custom missions or something. Just make mm-hmm. it a bit of fun, you know. Because yeah, um, Infinity is a fun game. Like it doesn't have to be competitive. Like competitive is. Um, uh, we've talked about a lot about this locally. Uh, but like a good rule set makes for a competitive game. 
but a competitive game doesn't always make for a great community, right? But Infinity can really have both. It has such a great rule set that it can be really cinematic and fun and uh, open to custom missions and um, really like, uh, and I guess a bit of narrative play even as like, as I think uh, a lot of people have shown, or it can have that really competitive side. So it really does take the community to kind of determine how you want to go with it and encourage a balance between the two. And uh, because there is a risk of just playing too much competitive gaming uh, infinity, I think you can kind of get that burnout. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. And, um, you know, that's what we're trying to do with these challenges as well is, is to like, yes. you, know, you can have, and I think that's also the beauty of infinity is you can have, you can have a competitive game mm-hmm. with somebody, but you can try something that's maybe a bit off the wall. And mm-hmm. whereas in maybe some systems that's like, why are you taking that? It's like rubbish. It's not going to work. The game's yeah. going to be lost in turn one. Yeah. And in this game, it's sort oh, of like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. You know, that, that like, it may not work, but it's worth trying. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah. and, um, but I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot of depth out there in infinity. And, and I think there's some, some depth to be un- uncovered in code one that I don't think we've given enough time to. Yep. since we kind of locked down. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, no, I had some yeah. awesome games against Russell in Code 1, actually. Um, Gifford on TTS. Yeah, I had some good games with um, uh, uh, Pano against him in Code 1. It was really fun. Yeah, it was good. Mm. Yeah, so they, um, so they announced, obviously, that during the week, they, they sort of showed all the different renders and, the, and the, mm-hmm. the, the theory behind it. And then they towards the end of it, they, I don't, I'm not sure if it was a leak that we found or if it was actually I think part it was ben, of the, Ben's the local leak. Um, Ben's the local... Uh, the yeah, local, he's yeah. the intel. <laughs> the, the, yeah, he's our he's local intel. Um, he showed what looked like... A, is that like a page from the Crimson Stone book or something? Yeah, yeah. I think as Buster was flipping through, people took screenshots, right? And then just had a look. Um, so they obviously got one up on Bostria. Yeah. Or maybe Bosch just playing them and doing it on purpose. Who yeah, knows? Maybe, <laughs> right, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So what was what was the takeaways from that then? So we 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 found out that uh, there was going to be a beast pack associated with the Ariadna yep. release, which is not something yeah. that the other places have. So we're in place of a remote pack. They um, have the base. Yeah, the beast pack. So obviously, cool. um, Ariadna do have remotes. They have the mm-hmm. tractor mules. So it sounds mm-hmm. like they're not getting a resculpt. No. Yeah, uh, but they're going to get a beast pack. So mm-hmm. we can only assume that means that they were we're going to get the bear pod. That's uh, yeah, hopefully. soon. Which well, I think, um, if we don't get it, out. yeah, if we don't, if we don't get it, the Infinity community as a whole is going to implode. Um, mm, no, yeah, I, I think that's, so. that's only that's the only thing that makes Ari, Ariadna playable. No, don't even. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I actually faced them on the weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that soon. But um, yeah, look, I, I think uh, it's going to be exciting once those come out. What do you think of the models actually uh, from the uh, from the the ones that we've seen so far? Yeah, so from what we've seen so far, I was yeah, I was pretty pretty pleased with with both of them. Um, mm-hmm. The Ariadna side, I was really impressed with. I thought the um, all the models there were looked great. Uh, mm-hmm. The only one I thought maybe was a little bit like eh, was like either the SES or the Zenit Seven, but it's still fine. Like I'm happy mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really like the Volkalak HMG. I really like the mm-hmm. the HM. You know, I really like the gun he's carrying. I like the way he's yeah. moving. I think it's really cool. The Rocot, the Rocots, no one can complain about them. The Power Commando looks fantastic. Um, and then on the Nomad side, the Nomad side looks fine. Um, uh, I guess it's a little bit disappointing that a, a lot of the profiles and models are out are already out there in the environment anyway. So people who are veterans will already have them. But mm. of course, this is not designed for veterans. This is designed for new players. So yeah, um, that's true. That's that. 
that I'll you know I'll give CB a pass on that one because they you know what else they're going to do. But it doesn't really mean veterans aren't going to buy them, right? Because well, we we all we're all veterans, but we just keep buying models, don't we? So um, I think I think for a lot of the veterans out there, they're basically just they just want the evader, so mm. they don't want to have to pay for an entire box set uh, for yeah. one model. Yeah, um, true. That's that's a fair complaint. But I've got no no issues with the other models. I think the Agro seals look great. Uh, the Hellcats is is fine. I love the Intruder. The Intruder. I'm looking at them right now. I love that Intruder. It's awesome. I think he's just very bland. I don't think he has enough tactical rock. No, um, <laughs> I actually, no, no. Uh, what's his name? No, he looks awesome. That gold gun, just I don't know. I reckon he looks cool. He's got that like weird. He's got a weird like look. It's like um, it's a bit like, sinister looking. Yeah, he's awesome. I think, and uh, I don't know. I think the Nomad stuff looks really cool. Um, the Ariadna stuff, I agree with you uh, on most points. Um, I think just the female SAS shoulders are just too narrow for me. Mm. Uh, that's the only criticism but the power commander oh, fuck, he, he looks awesome yeah, yeah just like and the, busting in there just yeah, I, I think i think i definitely think that um uh the ariadna side has more models in there that i think as a veteran player you would use in your day-to-day games mm. so like if you're if you're if you're on cosmo you're definitely running three rock alts you're definitely running a volkalak you're definitely running sas you're definitely running uh a power commando so they're all they're all yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Whereas on the uh, on the corregidor side, I'm like, yeah, sure. You you're probably running an evader. You may or may not run an intruder. Um, you may you may or may not run angle seals. But any any veteran player kind of has to get like get that intruder because that intruder dominated N two for as long as I played. Like any time you played Nomad in N two, yeah, N two even. And because oh, yeah. the thing is, having mimetism, having a camo state, and MSV two was just in the early days it was just so oppressive you're like oh my god like yeah sure yeah it was it was just all yeah hector used them for a long time in n3 to really great effect it's like it's iconic like an iconic nomad model i I it is it is yeah 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 and i I guess like you know i'm not going to complain because you know no no box Mm. scb come out with is filled with models that you're going to use all the time you know they have to they have to give you the three line trippers they have to give you Mm -hmm. you know the specialist the beat stick the mm. the ad tripper and yep. something else right the, you know that's just like the the formula and they don't yep. and depending on the army mm. it'll either be something you use all the time or be something you use occasionally so i mm. just think mm. on the cosmo flot side they contain models that you're going to use mm. which i'm going to use all the time and the cricketer side i'm like yeah yeah, might yeah. Use some. like i'd use the hellcat because i mm. love but it's because i love hellcats but um i don't know if you're going to use like i think i think the intruder has like waned a little bit in n4 he has yeah he's waned towards the end of n3 and n4 as well uh n4 i guess he's just he's a lot of points um i don't play nomads but you don't see them anymore well i just think because in corregidor you have so many other really good because they they got such a like alongside them in hack islam they got such a good overhaul for n4 in that there's mm. other profiles out there that you're just going to use instead of like no yeah there's a bit of that know, or corregidor more specifically i'm thinking like yeah, i'm thinking the vostok i'm thinking the, mm. i'm thinking geckos mm. um so, uh, uh evader mm. um yeah there's, there's lots know, yeah there's, uh, there's the moran you know people people yeah. i think were annoyed that there wasn't a moran in the box set ah interesting you know because like Every nomad player has two Morans, but yeah. and they're long overdue for a resculpt because yeah. they are fugly. Hey, just quickly, that character, that character, that nomad character guy with the hand claw, or whatever. Um, um, Amadeus Wolf. Yeah, is he nomad or is he Ariadna? 
he's he's uh he's our he's a nomad he's yeah. um he's in bakunin i think mm-hmm. but i think he can i think he appears in some ariadnan factions oh okay maybe yes he yes he, he he's he's in cosmoflot ah okay right he know what he kind of looks like uh do you play sonic the hedgehog sorry yeah he's he's he's, he's in both he's in he's in cosmoflot and um ah, do you okay. think he looks like knuckles no, he looks like the evil guy in the what, um, Ro- Robotnik. Kind of, I don't know. Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, I don't know. Like if he got out and it was real bad, I don't kinda, think. Yeah, he kind of. Yeah, he looks like he's um, he's recovering from uh, like a heavy binge night. Like he's been on crack all night, and he's just sort of like fucking. Give me some, give me some of that good stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll cut you. Yeah, no, he'll definitely cut you. Though. He looks, he looks. Nah, it's a good model though. He's he is. Awesome. I think it was. Um, was it the guys on uh, Dice Abide? They were looking at him, and mm. they they have it spot on. Like he's the first Infinity miniature that has been fully painted that has blood on him. Oh, really? Like he, like you know, like it's not like a typical thing. You know, us, veterans, usually nice, very man. clean. You know, when yeah, you see a painting, it's very clean. Right. This guy is not clean. He's anything but. Like he's literally just yeah. rolled out of the dumpster and just be like, right, let's fucking let's do this. He's yeah, he yeah, is right, he actually. is like if if you want to look at <laughs> if you want to think of um, Infinity Miniatures as being X Men, mm. this guy is is Logan. Yes, gotcha. Nice. Right. Okay, yeah, that's a grand knowledge actually. Yeah, he's, he, yeah you're he's right. R rated like version of it. How many Jones of Arc do we have skewering Shazvasti? And and stuff like that, right? And you don't see blood on them too often, do you? No, it's true. Like I, blood split. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, like guess there, blood, I guess there um, might be some up. blood in there, but like he's very much more like splatter, like yeah, yeah, like for sure. Through no, two civilians on the way here to get my coke. <laughs> <laughs> I've just finished a game of unmasking and I've won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I really liked it. I um, I um, in the tag pack as well for Ari- Ariadna. So that was announced too. A tag. Oh, so they are definitely getting tags. Yeah. So well, it wasn't revealed under the code when code one was updated on army but there was definitely the screenshot said there was gonna be a tag pack so that's got lots of people speculating about the rm100 or maybe they'll just re-sculpt the anaconda which actually would be pretty cool i'd like that i've given the i've just told them they get a size s2 tag like a <laughs> early version terminator like the t100 or something that'd be uh, so cool that would be uh, great imagine if they actually got that yeah, um, no. yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll they'll revamp something, um, but that's interesting. I'm excited. Either to see way, that. Julian will have a hot take, right? So yeah, that's yeah, the he certainly part. will. Uh, and then last we had the demo game that Bostria had put together that was um, wonderfully over uh, voiced over by Tom Shadel from MyCast. And um, yes. yeah, they're getting better every time. Um, really, really slick. Yeah, you you did production. mention the graphics. Yeah, the graphics are really good. Yeah. And uh, obviously, big. Uh, What's his name? Uh, big gratitude needs to be uh, paid to Luke uh, from New Zealand for you know the work he did with, through TTS to get the 3D rendering because he helped Bostria with that. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, basically all, all the all the people on TTS, all the TTS. Community, yeah, all the think, yeah, the whole really, TTS community, it really yeah. helped um, CB. You know, get well. I, I don't know if like directly or indirectly, but I think just the whole lockdown has kind of. Mm. hastened this this kind of 3d because it's it's you know it's really nice like the the, the video yeah, is good. is essentially like the professionally painted miniatures in a 3d mm. render mm-hmm. environment mm-hmm. that are moving around the table and it looks yeah, yeah like we don't we almost joked that like oh hey see we could like make a video game and it looks should look yeah. really fucking good yeah and it'd be fun to play i think yeah um just, just a Yes, like a turn-based, <laughs> like a turn-based uh, strategy kind of game, price CB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds, I, yeah, sounds fun. I, I, yeah, I think it looked great. Um, so that was that was a good um, mm. 
a good battle report. Yeah, I haven't actually seen it on YouTube. I was too busy watching um, McGregor uh, highlights. Um, so that was my YouTube viewing. Um, or yeah. Well, we can talk horrible. about what we can talk about what else we you and I watched over the weekend um, after we come back from a quick pee break. Yeah, done. All right, go um, for it. Um, I'm in. I'm in. Do the same. Yeah. So, all right, listeners, we'll be right back after this short. I have my phone and I have my lists. Good, good. All right. Okay, welcome back, listeners. And for the last part of the show tonight, we are going to be talking about um, Val and uh, mine, my recent experience in Canberra for Tinfinity 26, mm. I think it was. I don't know. Uh, Rob runs these uh, pretty regular tournaments over in Canberra. Yep. And uh, we were, well, I wouldn't say we were invited, but Val, I think you suggested it right yeah like uh we have the group chat we invite um infinity royalty such as gavin and uh rob from the other states um, <laughs> basically basically rob we we have you on the chat so you can settle arguments faster <laughs> yeah, thank you. yeah that's, that's so true isn't it it's <laughs> like right. it's like there's like uh you know 30 30 posts like back and forth discussion and then eventually someone's like i'm sick of my phone buzzing i'm just gonna tag rob and you know, just yeah <laughs> i just decide right sort of thing yeah and then <laughs> yeah exactly right or and then and then if you just need a hot take that's where gavin comes in so there's there's that as well so yeah plenty of uh big brains in the chat um and then um we don't have anybody here from perth or queensland so we should probably oh no we, no we have kale we have kale technically yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's true true um yeah i wonder how his, uh, his community is going we should reach out actually um yeah so but yeah no it's a great uh great chat but yeah basically i just said yeah hey we should do this thing. and you and you kind of ran with it and the next thing i know you, i had a message like oh these tickets are available you want to book i'm like oh yeah okay <laughs> and then we just yeah we just committed and yeah, it was fine we 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 nearly got locked out of the state but that's fine and, yeah it was good yeah, no, it was it was good. It was yeah, it all happened pretty fast because uh, no, nah, it was yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we got got the flights, booked the Airbnb, um, yeah. asked Rob and those guys like where should we stay and oh, yeah. um, a big uh, thanks to those guys for organizing dinner, organizing a uh, lift there, um, uh, yeah, and just uh, lining up, uh, yeah, getting the games, having everything. Yeah, it was a suit. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really yeah. Good shout to, out to um, all the in Canberra locals. Shout out to Owen for picking us up. Shout yeah. out to Rob for um, organizing the event and um, to 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 Chris for driving us to the mm. to the pub afterwards. So yeah, yeah for and, sure, yeah, for sure. Cool. and having a couple of drinks with us and you know to Mark and uh, Kyle uh, and yeah as well. It's All those... Kyle. It was Kyle. Wasn't it was it? Kyle. Um, yeah, Kyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your opponent. Yeah, your first opponent. Yeah. So yeah. We so we got there on the we got there on the we flew uh, from Melbourne mm-hmm. to Canberra on the Friday. <laughs> Friday night. Um, the flight was originally scheduled for like a seven o'clock departure, but they changed it to four o'clock or five five o'clock. Yeah, um, yeah. So we yeah. had to both. Um, I don't know why Virgin Australia are just weird like that sometimes. Mm, so that's what gave me so much confidence on the way out. That I'm like, oh yeah, the flight's definitely gonna be on time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 not. What's the opposite of delay? You know, like uh, that's what they did to the flight. Yeah, uh, they put it forward. Yeah, so we had to like cut a couple hours off our work day um, mm. to get to get to Canberra that evening, and we checked into our Airbnb, which was um, conveniently located in the centre of uh, Canberra. Yeah. We went out for some dinner. We we mm. we we uh, went back to our place uh, to our. What were you apartment. listening? What were you listening on uh, on the plane on the way up? Like, Ooh. were you listening to podcasts or were you listening to music? Um, I think, I think 
I just finished listening to the Tyson Bide's latest one about uh, military orders, and that was very good. And I think I must have. I think uh, you know. Sometimes you know. You know. Sometimes, hey, Kevin, sometimes, this is all well, a setup so I can make my joke that I was listening to Transmission Matrix. That's uh, all this was. I don't actually care. <laughs> this is all a setup. You actually no, but anyway. So fine. Um, yeah, but, actually, you're right. You you did you did you did uh, you did prank me that one, didn't you? you yeah. Like, oh. did. uh, so, you know, I, sometimes I just like to listen to like episodes of Lost of Lieutenant when I'm bored. You know. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I sent a, I sent a photo in the group chat with uh, your face like looking at me. And then uh, next to it, uh, a picture of like the Transmission Matrix podcast. And it's like that awkward moment when he asks you what you're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, uh, but it was a quick flight. It was only like an hour and 20 minutes. I don't know if I'm ever going to drive to Canberra again, to be honest, for CanCon. Like it was just so much easier. Yeah, sure. It sure was. And uh, I, I always get a bit of anxiety going through airports with miniatures, you know, like, you know, what's what's in the box? I'm like, oh. <laughs> Toy soldiers with swords and guns, uh, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't care. They they were more worried about the the nail scissors I had in my bag. Oh, yeah. Than the uh, than the whole bag of plastic. What else did they find in your bag, Kim? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I wasn't expecting them to open up my toilet bag that also was full of condoms, but it's right. Oh. Like, wow. It's just like it's like. Well, I mean, I'll, I mean, clearly, if it's full of them, then I'm not been using them. So clearly, it's not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not what that. do you mean? You haven't been impressing the girls with your it's little man soldiers? Clearly, oh, clearly on. not. It's oh. not on my. It's not on my Tinder profile, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it's, it's it hasn't been helping me at all. Oh, um, all right. Uh, uh, right, fuck you. Sorry, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, But yeah, we, we got to the we got to the hotel. Uh, we had a pretty quiet uh, Friday night. Nice and it was pretty pretty crisp um, in Canberra. But yeah, and then we just had uh, found a nice place to eat. Um, and then watched some Rick and Morty, and that's and then. Got up nice and fresh for Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. We, we, we were pretty fresh. We well, I mean, fresh considering we polished off a bottle of wine between the two of us yes. when we got when we got to the apartment. Um, and then yeah, uh, Owen picked us up, uh, took us to Jolt Games, which is a cool cool game oh, store man, in, the, in the north. Yeah, it was great. What it's, a um, Kind of reminds me a little bit of. Um, um, like House of War, what we have here in, in mm, Melbourne, yeah, you know, it's yeah, like a really sure. big, you know, it's a big store, lots, yeah. lots, lots of, lots of stuff there, lots of oh, tables, and and the tables are great because they're because they're big, right? There's they're like, six by four, and they're like they're like higher than normal tables. So you're not bending over; you can like play standing up. They're or bigger you can than sit on one of the. I think they're like eight by four because like we have oh, like eight by four. Yeah, you're right. You're eight by four. Extra yeah, room, sorry, yeah. uh, extra yeah. room, which is like so much easier when you're. You know, like going back to a previous episode when we were talking about preparing for an event, and it's like mm. so annoying when you've got like a twelve-inch strip to put all of your minis and all yeah. of your your stuff, yeah, and you're well, like, "Fuck, where?" It's Just, definitely luxury. Definitely, yeah. Luxury. It was it was luxurious. It was it was mm. nice. Yeah, and it was nah, a beautiful was day awesome. in Canberra as well. The sun was shining. Yeah, it was, it was lovely. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, so we we rocked up there about uh, just before ten o'clock, and then uh, finished helping set up the tables, and then Rob. Rob uh, introduced the the day and announced the first mission, and gave us the pairings. He also flexed. Did you hear the flex? I was like, he's like uh, talking about the HVT profile and lists off like the stats of the HVT profile. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh, it's such a subtle flex. He's like, he's like, BS six, Fizz eleven, Willpower eleven, what zero armor, zero BPS. You know what? I kind of like that, and I think we don't no. maybe do that enough in our own events. Yeah, like just so, something to take away there from. Um, I like how I like seeing how other TOs run events, and I liked how Rob actually kind of explained the mission beforehand. Mm. Um, and I think yeah, that's really actually, good for I think it's really good for new players because you know everyone has comlog I assume mm-hmm. everyone everyone does 
But yep. there's always these um there's always there's inevitably these misunderstandings uh, before yep. the start of an event where mm. someone will be like, Oh no, I think it's you know, I think it's the buttons flip. Yeah, like but they don't. They don't. Like if you, if you, if Val, if you flip the button and I and I hit the button, we both have the button. So it's nice to have that that conversation from the TO before anyone starts, because otherwise, because otherwise you'd have to go around and tell every individual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's nice to be like, hey, buttons don't flip. If you push them and I push them, they both we both push them. Yeah, and then people are like, oh. Oh, is it? Oh, great, cool. And then mm. you don't have to have that problem later on. So that's that's good. That's something I'll probably take yeah. away from uh, you know the next event I run. It's like a case of assumed knowledge. You know, there's always that risk when like you assume knowledge. You know, mm. like and you just yeah, you just assume everyone knows it, right? But like yeah, sure, everyone's been playing for a long time. You know, like some people climb ladders fairly, some people don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. really, really yeah, exactly. I've been playing this game for I don't know five years, and and I didn't. I've yeah. been playing ladders wrong the entire time. Yeah, so absolutely, it's good to have that. Especially nah, if you're the one running the event, you're like, this is the way it is. And even if mm. you turn it to be wrong, fucking whatever. At least everyone's playing the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. So um, and yeah, and I, I'm not sure if Rob, uh, uh what's his name. Yeah, I'm not sure if Rob lined up our opponents or if uh, it was just all random, but whatever. But look, I had three awesome opponents and I had three fun games. Um, result <laughs> where, where, foreshadowing. Where, uh, where all the game. What was it? Um, well, what's well, the, yeah. Whose line is it anyway? Line. Um, what is it? The whose line? Whose line is it anyway? The you know uh, that remember that game show? It's like where yeah, the yeah. points don't matter. Um, yeah, where the. Uh, uh, rules are made up and the points don't matter. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So why don't you tell um, our listeners what you took to the event, Val? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, here we go. So I am going to be playing Morats for the rest of the year and um, I decided to run Morats. This is their first outing. Um, so I had two lists. Uh, actually, both lists are inspired by Nick Tuhill from this podcast. In the sense of how the um, what's the same how the list structure is done, but basically I had um, a list within my first list in group one had a five man link, three more at Vanguard. The only notable one is a K1 sniper. Then I had Anya, and I had a Suryat with two lieutenant orders with HMG. Wait, who's the K1 sniper? Uh, the more at Vanguard. So the Vanguard. One of the cool things with Morats, they get really big guns. Not such great gunfighters, but really big guns. Oh, so, I had no yeah. idea that they had a K1 sniper rifle. Yeah, on the line troop. Yeah, yeah, heavy That's pistol. Cool. And, and yeah, they all have heavy pistols. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the point is, um, so yeah, so five-man link, three Vanguard, one of them having a K1 sniper, Anyat and Syriat with two orders and a HMG. Mm-hmm. Then I had a Cracker at Renegade and a Dadarazi. Uh, Cracker at Renegade um, there. Um, and then, uh, on the, uh, and no, uh, and yeah, and then the rest of the list filled out. Oh, where is it? Sorry. I thought you had the list in front of you, Val. What's going on here? <laughs> sorry. I didn't realize the production value so high on this, on this show. Um, no, no, sorry. Um, uh, I just let her old list, I think. Yeah. Sorry. No, I had a Z rap with a Ford Observer and a Crackheart Red Fury. So this is to group finish one? off that group. Yep, group one. So it's seven orders, seven regular orders in group one and one impetuous for the crack heart. Mm-hmm. And then group two had four pretters with chain rifle. So they're the chain rifle uh, ones. Uh, and then I had a data with chain rifle, uh, data with uh, 
two chain rifles, a Yaga multi-sniper with plus one burst, uh, Zerat killer hacker, and a Cracker Renegade with Red Fury. So this is my list with the two Red Furies. Right, um, okay. So what was your yeah. what was your plan on that, on that list? So the, the idea behind it is um, get the Pretas to trade up or engage big things and then have crack rot, the crack rots come through and either blow things away with red furies or exchange with uh, punch things in the face in exchange. Mm-hmm. Whilst um, the Z-Rats were going to push all my buttons and uh, deploy, uh, yeah, basically pu- push the buttons. The Z-Rat killer hacker particular uh, in the sense that you want a marker state, you just don't get marker states in Morats. So it's the only marker state you have. So if you have to push a button, that's the model that that's the one that's going to be able to do it because it'll go to marker state. You can move, move, and get there and just die if it has to and push a button if you're desperate. Um, the Yaga multi sniper rifle is basically going to shoot anything that stays standing up. So any tags I face or anything like that, it'll shoot and kill. Uh, much the same with the K1 sniper, uh, sniper rifle. If I face a tag, at least I've got a weapon to crack its armor, but also um, try use its range bands to kind of ward off. Uh, do cross lanes on the map to kind of give me some aero presence, and the Syriad HMG for like that third turn push where you get three orders on one model, basically. So if I have to get shit done, yeah, so. that's cool. I didn't I didn't realize that you had a K1 sniper. That's that's a, a really useful um, weapon because yeah. it's damage fifteen, right? No, it's, it's it's it depends what you shoot. It's damage thirteen, but it means your the opponent's armor zero. Okay, right. Okay, so it's always damage thirteen, right? Yeah. So it's not. Yeah, as, yeah. So, yeah. But you got the range it, bands and the... you got the range bands. But if you if you face a tag, right? If someone leaves a tag standing, like that's the one thing we discussed. Uh, to not to sidetrack too much, but one thing with N four is you have to have the right tool for the right job. You can't. You can't rely on dice and crits and just, you know, like just throwing lots of dice to solve your problems. You need the right tool for the right job. And basically, if I was, if you face a tag, you need some to deal with. And I'm like, you know what? The K1 sniper, I think, in a five man link would be able to deal with the tag if it's sitting, sitting out there. Yeah. I mean, K1 sniper is, um, I mean, assuming everything's in cover, it's damage 10 all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you compare that to a regular multi sniper, mm-hmm. even if you use AP mode, it's damage mm-hmm. seven. No. Yep. No. So say say we're just shooting like something with armor six or armor armor seven, right? Basic tag armor seven plus cover ten. Well, let 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 let's let's make it armor eight, right? Because I can do math easier that way. Oh uh, yeah, that's easier, right? Okay. So um, so if they have armor eight plus cover, in reality their armor drops down to seven mm-hmm. because uh, half armor plus cover is seven. Yeah. Um, and you're you're shooting on fifteen, so fifteen minus seven is eight. So they need nines to save. Yeah, right. So, the, but the difference is you'd have double action, so you, they'd be throwing more dice. So, I don't know how. Ah, oh, but then well, uh, no, that's using, no, yeah, yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah, you're right. Actually, so yeah, so it works out better in that scenario. So I think that's a, I think someone's already done the maths. Listen to another somebody. <laughs> listen to the um, somebody else. I guess. But basically, I think if you either have seven armor or more, then it's worth it. If it's seven armor or below, it's not. I think something like that. I don't know, but but the point is, yeah, I think it has use. I think yeah. Um, I did come up against a tag, but I just couldn't shoot it because he hit it. Well, basically anything that's damage, you know, it's damage thirteen, right? But it's it's dam it's it's damage ten against everything in cover, and yeah. like there's not many things that are damage ten against you know like yeah. like you know even an HMG mm. is is gonna be you know if you're armor two or more, yeah. it's damage ten. 
yeah, so, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's the same, it's the same damage. So, yeah, like, it, yeah, it just yeah. just look at that. Like, if it's if it's, if it's more than armor two, then it's it's worth yeah. your if it's armor two or more. Then it's like it's either the same time. or better. Yeah, and worth then it just time. comes down to to burst and, and range bands at that point. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm. And my second list was much the same. Um, it had the same sort of idea where it had a five man link, exactly the same. But it had more warbands. It had uh, two crack rods, but they didn't have red furies. They had submachine guns and uh, chest mines and yep. double action weapons. No, they don't. Group... They don't have that though. It's shock, shock, shock. Oh, shock! Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Shock, shock. Sorry, apologies. Um, and then the, and the group two also had um, uh, Sogarat with NCO and uh, full bar plus one burst. I love that profile. That yeah, is a think... fucking beast of a profile. Yeah, I think it's really good. And I think I had an extra Datarazi and I still had the Yavion Sniper. And the Predators were a mix of Garkis as well, so just to reduce the points, basically. Yeah. But but yeah, so basically, um, the core of the list, the idea behind the list is you have five five regular orders from your link. You've got two Lieutenant orders, and those, and uh, which can be used on the Solgrat in Group 2. So then the Solgrat has four regular orders, four, uh, four irregular orders, and two lieutenant orders. So if you really need to do something with group two, couple of command tokens and lieutenant orders on the Sograt, you can get things done. Alternatively, most of the things that are going to be doing work in group two are the warbands, and they're going to get there for free with their impetuous and regular orders. So the whole point of the list is to get the warbands to trade up and get the warbands to do the real damage while the other pieces are kind of a bit of a distraction or you know, kind of like, yeah, not not the real me yeah like the sograt the your distraction card effects yeah like i don't care if the sograt uh dies as long as i don't get alpha struck or as long as i've stopped somebody deploying down that this specific lane so my uh uh predator can run up yeah that and, lane. It, and it's a pretty difficult thing to to remove because the thing that like the because I, I i i compare the sograt to the gamma from o12 because they're similar yes. Similar, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically similar um, loadout, similar profile. Mm. But what the Sogarat does kind of have a bit of over the gamma is it's actually quite decent in close combat. Yep, yep, yep. Like you, yep. Don't, like oh. you don't actually want to necessarily run into CC with it because it still is like, a, like I think it's like, what's CC 20? Yeah, CC 20. Um, I'm looking at them now. The only thing, they uh, one thing that caught me out is they dropped his fizz by one from N3. He used to be 15 fizz. So he used to be able to either um, dodge on 15s or shoot back with his like um, explosive round from his full bar. And like, yeah, you, it was just a really cool choice to have, right? Um, so. All oh, right. So he's lost. Um, he's, he's lost his, yeah, his 14 now. Sorry. Yeah. His 14, which is still yeah. pretty decent. It's still, yeah, it's still very good, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, what about yeah? Obviously, your list. Me. So yeah. So I took uh, so uh, I took Shazvasi to the event. Um, so I had two lists. Um, I had one list for supremacy and frontline, and I had another list for the custom mission, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. So my lists for supremacy and frontline um, are um, it's a show Shazvasi list. So it's a mentor, boarding shotgun lieutenant, mm-hmm. uh, speculo mine layer, shredded hacker, shredded mm-hmm. mine layer. Caliban MSV1 Spitfire, Caliban Chain of Command, two uh, two Icadrons, a shrouded boarding shotgun because I didn't have the points to upgrade it, mm-hmm. um, and a Malignos Killer Hacker. So that's 10 orders in group one, and mm-hmm. one obviously hidden deployment model. And then group two is a Malignos Multi Sniper, and four mm-hmm. Tigers with AP Shock. 
So the idea of this list is um, basically it's in, the, my courtesy list is two Icadrons and four Taggets. Um, and everything everything besides those models and the Mentor deploys outside the DZ. So in something like Supremacy, I've got um, you know three quarters of my army um, yeah. out of the DZ. Where you want it, yeah. Um, and then you know you've got um, like worse, so efficient. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I don't have to spend any any real orders to 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 hold my own zones. Um, and I've got Caliban Spitfire that's you know deployed somewhere there to take out a minute you know threats. Mm. Um, that's two models with Protheon that can attack something. Mm. Um, the shredded boarding shotgun I've actually have found to be very useful in my games because yeah, he, I was going to ask about that one because he because he has a boarding shotgun, so you know no one no one knows where it's where it's going to appear from. Um, he can get anywhere. He can get eight inches without being interrupted, right? Yeah, he exactly. Yeah. yeah, he can he can get somewhere, and then he can just he can reveal, and he can shoot you with two templates or mm. you know two dice at plus six. Um, the minus six if you're surprising cover and mimetism. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's so really he's cool. he's he's nice. He's a nice color, kind of like he's almost like he's he's in some ways I found him to be my um, my sacrificial piece. Yeah. yeah so sure. you know if my trade. opponent has something up. In ARO that I don't want to, you know, I can't get a target at it, and I don't want to mm. sacrifice a speculo. I can if I want to, you know, move, move, and mm. then move boarding shotgun. Yeah, the, the unit. So and that's a range of uh, twenty inches. Yeah, basically, yeah. it'll get me into you know into anyone's you know to the twelve inch line of anyone's DZ mm. if I need to get rid of like a, a menace, you know, try to get rid of a menacing ARO piece. Yeah, good point. Um, and then. We've got the two the two malignos. So the the hacker um, is obviously a great profile for supremacy. You can push buttons, and it's um, some machine gun. And then yep. we've got the malignos multi multi cyber, which is something that I guess kind of in line with our um, maligned profiles. The malignos, um, not that not that not that he himself is a maligned profile, but the, do you like yeah, it? Yeah, Malignus, yeah, yeah. Malignus, Um he, he. So the sniper profile, I think I've spoken about him on a previous episode actually, but I really like him because um, mm, he's, he's only three points more than the than the Noctifer, and he he mm. gets you started outside of your DZ. Mm. So. If you... My housemate's just come home, Dane. So um, oh no, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we talked about him early in the podcast. So oh, we're gonna no. have to talk about him. Now. Are we gonna have to? Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna pause. But if he if he comes on drunk oh, again, Jesus. oh Jesus! <laughs> no, no, I don't. Oh, just this is recording, mate. There's people gonna be listening to this. Good day, Dean. There, there's a man from Geelong who's gonna be driving to the city for work. Listen to this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris is one of the one of the Geelong guys. Listens to this podcast as he drives to uh, to work. Oh, just 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 one of the Geelong guys. No, no one else does though. Everyone else. Is oh no, you lost listening. one of our you lost one of our uh, one of the locals because you know why? <laughs> you know what? He entered he entered your first challenge. He entered your um first challenge, the sixteen inch challenge. You did the speed right up, Mark, and then you you went through all the the other three entries, but not not the not his. And you like you kind of read out or mentioned, and you didn't read his. And he's like, I put all this effort in, and they didn't even read it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's, nah, uh, no it's Mark, you're right. It, it, it. Uh, apologies for that one. I was very, uh, I was very uh, upset about that. It, it ended up in our junk mail, and for some reason, Gmail doesn't have junk mail enabled at default. You've got to go in. You've got to go in and actually enable to see it. So mm. I just didn't see it, and I was like, Oh, it's not in our junk mail because there's no junk mail. 
Mm. And then uh, George, it's because he probably sent it from his like uh, from a dodgy email address because he's uh, a bit of a secretive guy or. George. Oh, George, yeah, George slash Mark. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, his name is Mark. Just for the listeners um, at home, the funny thing is, um, his name is Mark. But when he orders coffee or something, he always gives the name George. <laughs> so we've just started calling him George. <laughs> and it's just funny because, like, we just keep building up this idea of him being like a really secretive person. He's a secret but, uh, agent. Yeah. He's a secret yeah. agent. Well, well, place. well, Mark, George, George, Mark, George, Marcus, George, <laughs> George, George, Mark. Anyway, he, you can yeah. definitely send in um, uh, a bat rep. Um, or essay for this new thing because we have we have fixed your um your email so it will come into a regular inbox please. Uh, I, I felt really bad about that. Or join the Discord. Or jo- yeah, oh, no, I felt really bad about that because like he was like because yeah, but he did put in the effort and I just didn't it just wasn't in our inbox. Um, yeah, uh, I think the best way for that to not happen again is to. Um, That's right. He's playing Malphite now. He's actually quit the whole game. <laughs> All right. Well, well fuck him. Um, <laughs> no, I was trying to make you feel guilty, not to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm done. I'm, no, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done putting effort in. No, um, no. <laughs> sorry. No, uh, no, actually, that's a good segue. Uh, not segue, but um, if people do want to submit a story, please send it to us at, like in a in a Gmail and a Gmail like a, like a Google Docs thing. Because if you send it to us like a Word document attached, for some reason it goes straight to our um, junk mail, which I think is what which I think is what Mark did. And it ended mm. up in our not that his his fault. I didn't know. But yeah, no. realized that if you do that, then it, mm. it it chucks it into the junk mail. Funny enough, actually, on the malignos, going back to malignos, he his first game was Shazvasti. He he's really he's a really good player, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just picks the game the game up really quick. But um, he's brought the malignos that he didn't bring the north. He brought the malignos. Um, and the difference I realized as as we were playing, there's two differences between the, that and the um North fire. One, you can actually use it. In active turn, like you get burst two. That's much more. That's yeah. It's a yeah. hundred. Is that fifty percent more reliable? hundred percent. It's hundred percent more reliable. It's a hundred percent more. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you get you get uh, twice the dice, right? So you actually use an active turn, but also the regen's kind of like unique as well. Like yeah, no, the regen, the regen's great. Um, uh, gamble, the, fact, but... the fact that it's the fact that you pay three points more for infiltration uh, uh, also, as yeah. as well, right? So. You can just be in that position where you can leave them and you can leave them in your DZ and like you know shoot along fire lanes, or you can have them like you know in the middle of the cut table, the you know cut, cut the board across. He's got lots of excuse me, I'm burping. Mm. He's got lots of utility for only three points more than an octaver, and I th- mm. I just think that he you know he, he's um he's fast becoming a favorite of mine in especially in zone control missions. I think mm. because he just has thirty five points that can be anywhere on the table. Mm. is yep yeah absolutely yeah for those three points you can just lock down the zone with, with just him and still provide the surprise you know so yeah I yeah exactly great. so yeah I and really use like, an active turn as well yeah, yeah so i really like him and then i've got the the four tigers in their own mm. combat group uh so that's my first list um so the, the idea the idea that list like i think i just said was to mm-hmm. kind of just like you know cover because that's like one two three Four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight camera markers. Nine, if you include the speculos mine. Um, and then obviously you got like the malignos. The two malignos are just technically eleven, but they're mm-hmm. hidden. Um, mm-hmm. So you know it's a lot of camera markers that people don't know what what they are. They're all neg three, so you don't you literally don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only issue is if if you know Shaz, then you know the only. 
cam marker that's deployed in your DZ is obviously a mentor. Um, uh, so you can kind of narrow in on where my LT is, but that's why I've got the chain of command. So it doesn't affect it as much. I see every carbon chain of command and uh, Spitfire. So yes. You have one of each. Yes. Uh, it's brutal. Yeah. Well, that Spitfire profile is awesome, though. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 expensive. It's 38 points. And I found it in... in it's actually funny, actually, because in N3, I didn't find I could have the points for it. Um, but in N4, I found it's really useful, even though technically it's less useful because you don't because of the crit changes, right? You know, you can't just mm. crit something on the table. Yeah, it just kind of um, roll it down with dice. It's just a, it's just a Spitfire, right? But it's mm. it does it still gives you that um, that surprise. Hey, mm. this is this is something that can shoot out out to twenty four inches. Lethal gunfighter, yeah, because it's plus. Yeah, you, you're getting you're getting the plus three. They're getting the minus three. It's like yeah, it's just and the surprise if you want it. Yeah, so, and yeah. the MSV one really helps against like if you want to take mm. out like a flash pulse bot. You know, if mm. you want to take out these sort of kind of like easier these softer mm. targets that may have mimetism, mm. really really good for that. And if you get a wound on it, if you get a wound, uh, sorry, if you if you steal a wound, I should say, um, all of a sudden it becomes one of because one of the problems with those glass um, one wound glass cannon gunfighters, like say the Dakini or something like that, right, which are really powerful, but as soon as they get crit, they just like they go down, right. But with with the Caliban, as soon as you get that second wound, all of a sudden he becomes a whole new kettle of fish, you know. Yeah, you can that- wear that. And that's yeah. something that I found the the big difference between like the the, the SMG Caliban and the and the Spitfire Caliban is is if you are on a table or you know you deploy in a such a way that the SMG can't be like leveraged, mm. you know the camouflage will will only get you so far. You know mm. if you know if you've got like a lane across, you might get revealed and and then mm. kind of like oh, some extra order to go back know, in. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Whereas with the Spitfire, you can you can kind of be like, well, I can't get to you in CC. But I've got Spitfire, so I'll just fight my way up the board. Yep. And yep. if you do happen to come across like a you know an unconscious body or you know uh, another skirmisher that happens to be in the midfield, you just be like om nom 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 nom. Now I'm yep. three wounds and a Spitfire. Let's go. Yeah. Um. So he's yeah. like he's so he's really fun. So my yeah. other list was basically the same. Um. Mm. For so seek and destroy was the other mission we were playing, and that let me just find the list because. Even though it's even though it's the same, I'm sure I'll fuck it up. Um, so it's safe, pre- safe so pretty much the same. Um, so it starts with a mentor, boarding shotgun lieutenant. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got shredded hacker. We've got mm-hmm. double double shredded mine layer. Mm-hmm. Caliban Spitfire again. Caliban chain of command again. Two Icadrons again. And then this one, this time we have double speculative mine layer. Mm-hmm. And then we have a malignos. So that's group one. So that's ten orders in group one. We went to Canberra to make friends, Kev. Yeah, yeah, and then we have um, a Malignos hacker. Uh, sorry, Malignos killer hacker in group two with four with again four tagas. Nice, so yeah. um, this was for seek and destroy, uh, which we'll talk about um, why this li- why I made this list the way it was. Mm-hmm. But um, it's got an exclusion zone, so I decided yeah. well, let's let's play double speculative mind layer, put them on my opponent's side of the table, and let them figure out how to deal with them. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so I really like this list as well. Um, the W the double shredded mine layer is very useful mm-hmm. um, because shredded shredded themselves aren't aren't bad gunfighters. They're still wow. BS twelve with a, you know with a combi rifle, so they're decent. Um, and then uh, the Malignus hacker again because he's just a great piece to have as a yeah. pocket specialist. Uh, so let's. Um, before we go into the actual day, we'll just talk about the mission that was the cost, the custom mission for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, was called Seek 
and destroy, mm-hmm. which um, which you know reminds me of Metallica song. Um, it reminds me of our uh, real time strategy games. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah anyway. Um, so, 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 so the the mission was um, the reason why. So Rob Rob made the mission, and the reason why he made it was because the first round was going to be supremacy, and he was like, "I will just make a mission that has the same layout as supremacy." Mm-hmm. So the four buttons, mm-hmm. and then you know do do this, so it's like less admin, like for moving stuff around. Yeah, so, I thought he made the mission just because he's mastered the rest of the game and he just needs something new. <laughs> <laughs> Could also be true. Um, so yeah, so it's four four buttons in the same. So the, the table layout was the same as supremacy with the four mm-hmm. buttons, uh, except this time there's a, a an exclusion zone. Um, mm-hmm. So you have an exclusion zone as well, and then we have each player places four HVTs mm-hmm. uh, in a similar way as you would for unmasking. Mm-hmm. Um, so the scoring oh fuck I don't actually have the scoring in front of me um, it was pretty straightforward the scoring I think it was two points for each HVT kill so a maximum of eight there mm-hmm. and then two points if you've touched more consoles okay yes yeah yeah yep. so in order to That's shoot in, or, in order to kill an HVT like in unmasking you had to push a button mm-hmm. but unlike unlike an unmasking where you know in unmasking you have to find the designated target mm-hmm. and this one you just push a button you say I want to reveal this HVT, and then you mm-hmm. then you're allowed now allowed to shoot that HVT yep. because it becomes a hostile civilian. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah, so it's just like push a button, shoot the thing. Push another button, shoot the other thing. Yeah, and you mentioned the buttons are done in the same way as supremacy because mm. uh, yeah, when you explained when I first heard of it, I thought it'd be like supremacy where the buttons are along the middle, but they're not. They're actually like supremacy where they're in each zone, sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like yeah. like, um, like yeah, yeah, you thought it'd be like unmasking, but they're yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're they're like supremacy, so they don't flip. Um, but yeah, push, push but, but pushing yeah. the button will only reveal one HVT, so you can't push mm. the button multiple times to reveal multiple mm. HVTs. Uh, yep. So that was um, I like I said, I played I played it as a practice game against Ryan, and I mm. and I enjoyed the mission. It was fun. Um, I felt like exclusion zones can be a bit of a pain in the ass, but. I think it works for this mission. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the scoring. I think you have to have it for this mission. Yeah, I think I, th- I think so. Yeah, um, it's a pretty straightforward mission because you push is, the, yeah, you basically push the button, kill the thing, mm. and then yeah, yeah, you just have to kill your yeah. opponent specialist so they can't push the buttons to kill mm. the thing. Um, and and on, and there's a hacker bonus as well. So if you're a hacker yes. and you push the button, you yes. get plus three, plus three, three and two dice, and two yeah. dice. The I think the 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 depth in the uh, in that scenario will come. The more you play it, you'll start maybe using that um, case evac and starting to get some of your guys back to kind of because because it's not too hard because having four the other thing the one thing we didn't mention oh, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. no no you you go you go I was gonna say one of the things I didn't mention is with uh, Rob the restriction on deploying the HVTs is that they can't be within zone of control of each other. So they kind of get end up being spread out. So some of them end up being in bad positions just because of the table layout. So I guess one of the things you could potentially consider doing is um, starting to case evac some of them back to your side to kind of just get them into better positions. Because um, yeah, as the game wore on, like it was wasn't too hard to eliminate them. Uh, yeah, and that's definitely something I, I thought about um, as well. But you know. It's so war intensive. It it? It, it it can be right because you've got to pass a whip check to do it. 
um yeah. and then and then of course you know then you have to then spend orders to get them back so mm-hmm. it's certainly a good option because on the table i played on it was so the way that the table had been laid out is there were only so many places to hide your hvts and they also happened to be in like really easy proximity to the buttons that you're pushing so it was, it was like literally a case of like push a button next order shoot the thing yeah, so instead of having like like I think I said the other day, like having two separate objectives in the mission, you're you're almost doing it's like it becomes one objective, right? Yeah. Instead of having to push a button and then hunt down the uh, HVT, it's like ah, oh, push the button and the HVT just happens to be right here. So I just you know blow his brains out. That's right, that's right. So yeah, being able to pull the HVTs back might have been a um, would would it's definitely a viable strategy. I think that could be because even, even if you just pull one back, yeah, exactly. prevents your opponent it. from getting maximum points. Mm. Um, which could be the difference between winning and losing, right? So yeah, I think that's yeah. yeah so I think it's good. So um, let's let's get into the actual day then. So yeah, we sure. talked about our lists. We talked about the three missions. Let's uh, let's let's go. What was your who was your first opponent? First opponent uh, was Ed Sykes. Um, I think he's uh, been playing Infinity for quite a while. Uh, he's been to a couple of CanCons. I think yeah, he's, he's quite a strong player. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I just want to I just want to build him up. So when I explain to the viewers that I lost miserably, um, but basically he ran O12. Uh, it was my first time kind of playing O12. Um, uh, like uh, not first time playing O12, but but yeah. So what happened was he had. For the main things uh, that I remember, uh, he had those guys that deploy forward with the uh, repeater bots, um, uh, serious teams. units. Yeah, serious teams. So he had two serious team hackers. He had a killer hacker somewhere. Um, then he had a total reaction bot and maybe a couple other things. But the main thing is he had a tag. He had the Zeta. And the Zeta has climbing plus. So that was really challenging um, trying to... Deploy in a way where, or um, move up in a way where the Zed is not just going to climb on something and just shoot shoot you to death. So that was a big challenge. Um, he also had the remote missile, uh, guard missile bot. So basically the turn one started where I pushed forward. I didn't respect his repeater uh, net and he uh, targeted my cracker. And then the first thing he did on his turn was, um, I did a little bit of damage with the cracker on my first turn, not too much. Um and basically his first this is the turn, Red he, Fury one. Yeah, Red Fury. Yeah. So um his first turn, he basically the first thing he did was just drop two missiles on the Krakow. Uh, first one he missed, second one hit, and the Krakow was done. Um. So and then yeah, so the, I had board control. I basically pushed him in. I kept them in his zone, so nobody really scored the zones. But we both pushed two buttons each, basically over the first two turns. So the game was kind of drawn. And then second turn, um, second second turn, he made a breakthrough on my side. He he got more he got more zones than I did, so he went four two, and then we both got our classified with the extra point for that um, the little oh, symbol. You both you both had the extra yeah classified. we yeah we both did, Ooh. and um, his that's, that, that's such a big. A big difference in that game, right? Is the because it's yeah. like a lot of the telemetry ones, isn't it? It's all the hacking mm. ones. Yeah, it was actually like the one of the, like the first things he did in like my first turn. I'm yeah. going first. I ran past one of the bloody repeaters and he's oh, like, oh, I'll, spotlight. I'll, I'll spotlight you, and I'll do my classified. Honestly, because that's that's that that's it's actually pretty. a big fucking thing. Because that's the telemetry one, right? Which is like spotlight mm. or forward observe. Yeah, 
and you yes. can do an arrow. So it's, it's like that's yeah. like literally two two points for points spending for me being no stupid orders. enough to yeah for me being stupid enough to walk into his repeater range. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's really like big, rubbing salt big. in the wounds. Yeah. yeah, but um, I really did take control of the middle of the board and dug in with my um predators and gahis and stuff like that because then he he didn't really have much um to come out because he had quite a defensive. Uh, list with the Zeta being the main aggressor, and uh, actually, he used a Lynx. A Lynx with the bloody plasma carbine mm. blew away one of my models that just like running to push a button, just Lynx pops out and blows it away. So, but yeah, basically, the game ended um, uh, 8 4, I believe, um, with him getting up because uh, basically he. He exposed what one side and, and two two zones. Uh, we kind of like sh- switched the zones, so to speak. So I took the two on the right. He took two on the left uh, from my angle, and he did the classifieds and pushed buttons and uh, outpointed me on the second or third turn for the zones, or the se- or the th- second turn for the zones. So yeah, it was like eight four or something like that from memory. Um, the only things that really worked for me uh, in that game uh, was my first the Zerats did good work they were just efficient they got where they needed to do, be one of them was the one that managed to do my classified and the other one pushed some buttons so that was pretty good and the lieutenant with the uh, um Syria was pretty cool yeah yeah he was awesome you... he he blew he basically went on run turn three had um you know after taking some damage but he was still able to had heaps of orders to go for a run shoot what he could he was uh ed was pretty well dug in uh, he never exposed his tag, so yeah, he went for uh, for a run and got into one meal zone. So that was that was pretty good. Um, the only other thing was, oh, I timed out. Yeah, so it was my first time using chess clock, and I actually timed out with like um, on my turn three with maybe three orders to go. It wouldn't have changed anything, but it was just interesting that um, yeah, I actually t- timed out. Right. Okay. So, Do any yeah. any any, any uh, thoughts on why that might be? Um, I took ten minutes to b- deploy, so that I don't think that's bad. I don't think that's fine. I think turn one, um, I was arming iron with my warbands a little bit you, too you, much. You went first, right? Yeah, I went first. Um, and I was arming and ironing with my warbands as what to do. It's like, should I go real deep and try? Because you didn't have much ARO presence. So I'm like, should I go really deep or should I just set up in the midfield and then go for a turn two push? I was kind of deliberating and I didn't do it either in the end. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Hmm. What about your game? Uh, well, I just, I just wanted to ask about the the, the Zeta. Right. So you said you you know he never exposed his tag. So like, did he sort of use climbing plus to his advantage there? Yeah. So he sat it behind like a building in the back uh, of the board, and he basically uh, climbed up that building and just shot down from what whatever he could see. Um, he took on my yeah, I think he, he took on my sniper, and he was at thirty six inches. So I was in plus three, so I was two dice fourteens versus his five dice elevens, and he still beat me, which is fair enough. I think I think he had the odds there, but it was yeah a bit of a risky. That was probably the riskiest fight he let it have. After that, he just yeah he had a guard with Varangians, with hackers and mad traps as well. So it's not like I could get a crack hot over there and just. Uh, berserk into it or anything like that so yeah he played it really well to be honest yeah that's a um, really good um point because like, it because it's got climbing plus so like a, like a like a tags a tags bane right is cc or cc specialists yeah you can just go on a roof and you're not getting him so you just have him climb up the side of a roof if you want like, yeah. on, on the back you know of your mm. deployment zone so no one can see him and he just sits there and then like a speculator can't get to him like you know nothing can get to him mm. and then and then Correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you get to the top of the building, you get cover. 
Yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he was using. I, I, I was hoping. I, I was under the impression you don't get cover when you use uh, when you're climbing, right? But apparently, climbing plus uh, says you treat vertical surfaces like normal surfaces, so you get cover. So based um, based on the fact that you are higher. Yeah, based on the fact you're higher. Yeah, yeah so yeah, obviously, right. if you're not higher, then you don't get covered. Yeah, but like, you know, but yeah. when you get to the top, top of the building, that building is higher than everywhere else. Whatever it's shooting. Then exactly. you get covered. That's such a fucking good idea. Mm, nah, he's really well. I like um, actually, yeah. one thing that I think uh, I mentioned to you, I think CB needs to keep an eye on is missile, guided missiles. And um, I think I don't think they're a problem yet. Well, I don't think I don't know if it's too early to say if they're a problem even, but I think it's just something you want to keep a pulse on because it's not, it's not only because I'm salty. Like I just, it's not just because I'm salty. No, it's um basically it's just something that I on one hand one of the takeaways I didn't respect his repeater net enough with my non-hackable units. I'm like ah, oh, like it's crack hard. It's not hackable. It's a Z rat. It's not hackable. Oh, spotlight. Yeah, it's fine. But then the um uh then the missile just two orders and the model's gone like guaranteed yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or it was guaranteed in this game so it was a bit of a like so maybe i have a bit of a biased opinion so far but i think it's just it's just a bit of a negative play experience for the opponent because you can't really do too much it's like one dice versus one dice it's really chancy and if it goes their way you, your model's pretty much gone so it's just something i think cb it's worth for cb to keep a finger on the pulse and some of the solutions we kind of thought of if it needs a solution is like you had a really good idea where make it disposable make the guard ammunition disposable disposable two or disposable three right so then if they want to use it throughout the game they get three goes at it or, or they, if they want to use it throughout the whole game they have to invest in a baggage bot and park it near it so all of a sudden it becomes a real investment and it becomes auto inefficient and makes it really it's like it's still it could still be worth it but it might be really hard um but because the thing is one of the things we were talking about is it, it's always been a very in an, an order ineffic- inefficient tactic like it takes a lot of orders to set up the guidance stuff but yeah. when you're when you're spotlighting them in aro that's not costing you any orders and, right? the, and, the, and the fact that bs attack guidance is a short skill now so you can actually move and shoot with that thing what yeah okay he didn't move but, no, no no most of them yeah. wouldn't do but yeah, you, yeah you but, can yeah, if you want to yeah that's huge that's massive yeah, and I, I think you are limited to like, is it four times a turn? Five like, or four or five, but five, still, that's enough. But like, that's, that's enough times. If you're shooting on 18s and it's like yeah. damage 14 explosive yeah. AP, you're like fucking dead, right? Absolutely. It's it's fucking dead. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're unless you're shooting like a high fizz unit that's got Even six Even high fizz is one dice versus one dice. Exactly. Oh. It's very, it's yeah, you're right. It's, it's very, um, dicey. It's very dicey. Dicey. The the other thing I'll say, the other idea I had was maybe bringing back something like U turn, where you set you have if your Evo can set up a support wear, which gives a minus three or minus six or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, if you got an Evo, then it's a minus three that takes it from an eighteen to down to a fifteen. Um, <laughs> I can see that Dean's back in the room again. Yeah. Dean's uh Dean's doing the dirty uh walk of shame, sneaking out to see somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing anything out, mate. <laughs> I don't have control of editing. Uh, say hi to who, whoever it is tonight. Anyway, um, uh, so yeah, anyway, dirty dog. <laughs> he's got his like, yeah, he's got his like, uh, he's got his toiletry bag. He's like so unsubtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Oh, it's cute. Oh, it's oh, Dean, he's a good guy. Yeah, um, no, I think, I think, uh, I think either that or the, I think the disposable three one would work well because I think it allows you to do it once you know effectively once per turn mm. and and yeah like you then have to have baggage if you want to do it more 
Yeah, it's, it times, takes up a whole setup. And to be fair, I have I haven't seen it be used more than like three times in a game anyway. You know, yeah, you, usually yeah. they'll spotlight the one thing they want to kill, be it a tag yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know, if you're silly enough to put something in there, and then they'll just get rid of it. But what it stops, what it stops happening, right? Is it now means like you know you've got a Krakow or a Gaki that's been yeah. spotlit. Now your opponent has to go. Well, do I want to waste one of their three shots on just killing a Gaki, or will I wait for you to run something more expensive in there like the Surya? Yeah. And then I'll spot like that, and then I'll hit that one. Yeah. It may, you know, maybe it forces like this, this, um, this, you know, this, this decision yeah. on the opponent, as opposed yeah. to like I'll spotlight everything that moves, and then in my turn just be like eighteens and eighteens. And I'm not saying it's guaranteed, like you said, yeah. it took the guy oh. two orders to do, mm-hmm. but it's pretty reliable. Yeah, it's it's look when you're in eighteens and your opponent is got a coin flip whether or not he fails, and the thing is, all all you have to do is have your opponent fail their dodge. So yeah. you can be as soon as they fail the dodge, you're in with a ninety percent chance of blowing them off the table. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, and, mo- and most, and even things that are fizz thirteen are they're still a coin flip. You mean like my crackhot? Yeah, with exactly. Fury, yeah, who like, I played twenty four points for and one SWC. Yeah, and, and then ran straight cool. into the repeater and be like, "Oh yeah, you're not hackable." And then I mean, oh, well. I mean, sure. Like <laughs> you, you, you can say that it's part partly your own fault, right? For, yeah, for absolutely. running. But absolutely. in more rats that don't have camel. Camel uh, markers don't have marker states. What yeah. else are you gonna do? Yeah. How else are you gonna advance up the board? Well, you can't race it technically, but like that's oh, fucking, uh, who's got egg. time for that shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. uh, an egg three. Uh, yeah. That's an, oh, that's an egg another, three for yeah, reset. That's another. That's another coin flip. Oh, I get screwed. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I should just rush my. Just kept going with that crack. Well, as soon as he's targeted, it's like, all right, well, you're dead man anyway. So let's just keep moving. I'm, but anyway, I'm, 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 being, I'm being targeted is, is is powerful enough because you're already yeah. then all of your engagements are a plus three to your opponent. Mm, all of them, right? right? Fucking right, yeah. every single one of them. Yeah, um, yep, yep, yep. You know, yep. you're you are now like, oh, I'm BS eleven, so I'm four dice and elevens, and then your opponent's like, I'm also BS eleven, but I'm I'm two dice, you know, or I'm one dice and fourteens, and you're like, oh. Yeah, it's always on shit, right? That's yeah. not. I'm like against a crackout technically. It's 17 because you don't get cover. Don't get cover. Mm. But yeah. that side, it's not great. Yeah, yeah no, mm. you never going to be tired for sure. Yeah, no, no it's not a nice, not not a nice feeling. Because actually, going well, mm. this is we're way past this now. But my um, practice game against Nick that mm. happened to me. I ran a Caliban, my Caliban Spitfire. Mm. Um, Nick had a the Guilang. Guilang with the uh, mine layer, yeah, he's using yeah, that my, yeah, mine layer with the the, the, the deployable repeater, mm-hmm. and um, he had revealed it to place another repeater in his mm-hmm. turn, but I didn't recamouflage it. And I was like, oh yes, nom nom nom. So yep. my Caliban like ran up into CC with the Guilang, you know, obviously like decharged it to fuck, and mm-hmm. then he was like, well, I'm just going to spotlight you with my link team. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool, no problem. I'll just recamouflage, and then go about my business. And then he reveals a hundun later on in the game, and I'm like, "Oh, I'll I'll, I'll have a crack at this hundun because yeah. you know I've got MSV one. I can yep. definitely take on this hundun." Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we had a few engagements, and you know, back and forth. That was a three wound Caliban. I was like, "I'm feeling pretty good about this." And of course, you know, I hit him three times. Hundun goes down. I'm going about my business, and then Nick goes, "Oh, hang on, you were spotlit." And I'm like, yeah, yeah. What, what, did, what did you roll? Is that a roll of sixteen? I'm like, oh. So that turns a mess to a crit, doesn't it? And he's like, yep. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> so then I proceed to fail all my armor saves, and the Caliban dies. That's, so yeah, that's, so there yeah. you go, right there. Like that. That's that's a spotlight. That's spot. 
Are you what, can you can you stop fucking eating when we're recording, no, please? <laughs> I'm sorry. She said, "Well, Julian can do it." I figured I'm like, oh, uh, Jill, nah, I'm... Julian, Julian, Julian mutes himself when he's eating his potatoes. I don't know what you're sucking on. Oh, uh, yeah, no, it was just chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, all right, anyway, anyway, moving. Well, you could have sent me like a you know an etiquette and um, a podcasting <laughs> etiquette before beforehand, so I'm going to abide by it. And, right. Well, uh, we're we're. We'll 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 but move yeah. on. We'll we'll move on. So absolutely. Sorry. But uh, to summarize, Ed's a great opponent. Uh, he outplayed me, and uh, it was a uh, yeah, it was a good entry to the Canberra meta. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no. For all accounts, Ed's Ed, well, Ed is a great opponent because I played him later on in the day. So my first my first yeah. my first game was against Kyle. He was playing uh, Bakunin. I hadn't played Bakunin yet in N four. Uh, I'd only played him briefly in N three. Um, so we're playing like I say like Supremacy I had my Shaz list and he had um, that so we uh, I think I won the uh, he won the I won the role mm-hmm. yep I won the role and elected to choose sides and he briefly considered doing the old deploy first go second thing because it's Supremacy and he thought well no because you're playing Shaz because Speculos yeah, exist and uh, he chose to go first um, mm-hmm. so yep that was so he had Oh god, yeah. So he had a right girl missile launcher in a moderator link. So just the cheapest of the cheap. Wow. So it's like four moderators and and a right girl missile launcher. Mm-hmm. Real gross. Um great like it's a great arrow piece. Uh yeah, he had a Reverend Moira HMG, um a right girl Spitfire, an Avicenna and a duo, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he had Chimera and Pupnix. He had three, mm-hmm. I think it was a three zeros. Yeah, three yeah. zeros. It was like yeah, a mine yeah. layer and a mine layer and two hackers. Um, so cost effective. Yeah, so good. And uh, Brando Castro. Mm-hmm. And what else did he have? Like some like a transductor zond and sure. you know like you know bits and pieces like that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so he went first. He he set up the missile launcher in a really commanding position that was overwatching like a good you know a good half of the board. So you know looking at the board and going, there's nothing I can put here. So I just kind of put everything on in a position that it couldn't be seen by the by the by the missile launcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything and then so basically everything was in camel state anyway, <clears throat> hiding um, mm-hmm. just outside my DZ. Uh, he went first and. What did he do? He went first. Oh yeah, so he he reserved dropped his chimera and um, rightfully so put it around his right girl missile launcher so that basically mm-hmm. might because he was expecting a specular right. Mm-hmm. So you know I was thinking oh maybe I can put my specular mine layer put the mine near the moderators and then if he activates the the missile launcher then the mine goes mm-hmm. off the moderators. But as soon as, as soon as as soon as put the chimeras there, I was like, well, there's no point because the chimera and the puppets dodge on like massive yeah, numbers. So and you, they cost a point, right? Yeah, they'll just dodge it. They'll just like walk into it and destroy it. So I end up putting the speculo on the other flank, um, kind of overwatching, um, putting the mine in a position where if he moved any of his zeros out of position, they the mine would detonate. Um, ah, so yes. his first turn, he's basically spent um, detonating the mine. With his uh, with his pupnix, I think it was, mm-hmm. and then moving his pupnix into a really clever position around my speculo, so not in base contact, just kind of surrounding my speculo on the rooftop, <laughs> so that I can. So if I moved my my, my speculo at all, mm-hmm. I then get pupnix. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, yep, that seems like a good the good plan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And you need Lockie to... Carter did that a couple of Cancons ago with Joan of Arc when he was facing somebody. He put Joan of Arc and put like two models in front of her. So he uh, put her in the corner, then two models in front of her. So I like, screen her so that you couldn't actually walk into base with her. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, good point. And then he sort of moved up with a couple other camel markers to push some buttons, moved up with his um, riot girl and Avicenna to push another button. And that was that was basically it. I think he might have... Did he kill anything? I can't remember. I don't think so. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so then my turn, I... Um, I, I I was lucky. I managed to move up a Taiga. So even though the missile launcher was covering a lot of the board, because the Tigers mm-hmm. are S one, mm-hmm. they were um, they were actually just small enough that you couldn't see them um, mm-hmm. over some of the terrain. So I was able to get one Taiga to basically boost up a left flank and mm-hmm. berserk into his Reverend Moira HMG <laughs> and, so and 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 kill it and 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 kill it, which was really lucky. You just um, made a player stop playing Bakunin. Yeah, yeah. It was just sort of like, oh, that's that, that's dead now. I mean, the tiger died in result because like it was um it was shot by an HMG and then shot by mm. the Bragger missile launcher, but mm. it was good I was able to get that up that far. I then moved uh Caliban, my Caliban MSV1 Spitfire moved it up and was able to reveal one of his zeros. Mm-hmm. Um and then moved into base contact with it and ate it. Nice. Um I moved another shrouded and my shredded boring shotgun out to um, engage another one of those camo markers, which turned out to be a mine. And Did he go back into camo with his zeros much, or were they all out after? You know, no, he no, he, he was good in remembering to put them back into camo state. I think the uh, only reason why I was able to um, reveal the cat, reveal the zero with my Caliban was because I think one baby. Yeah, I think I yeah basically it was like discover shoot. So he decided to put down an EM mine. Actually, yeah, he put down an EM mine with a zero, which is really oh. cool. So based on my Caliban, even though he, he ate the zero, I was isolated as a result. So I couldn't spend any more orders on that Caliban oh, for the rest, wow. of the rest of that turn. So I had to um, basically retreat back into cover um, and then just sort of stand there being like, oh, well, I'm in the open now. But he has three wounds, but he's in the open. So that was a cool move. Um, I lost a I lost a boring shotgun shrouded because I wrongly assumed that the cam marker was a model, not a mine. So the <laughs> shrouded went boom. Um, although he he did the same he did the same That's in his some first bad turn intel. as well. Yeah, yeah. He kind of walked. He I think he walked a zero round in his first turn and um, assuming something was a model, not a mine, and it turned out to yeah. be a mine, and he died. And but the same thing happened to me in my turn. So we both exchanged it that way. Um, and so I was able to. Um, uh, because of the Caliban MSV1 Spitfire, he was able to dominate um, his quadrant because the mm-hmm. Reverend was dead and his Zero was dead. Mm-hmm. And because the other model I thought was a model turned out to be a mine, he wasn't controlling that area. So I got that mm-hmm. zone. So I got three zones to his one on turn one. Ah, from turn one, that's so yeah, strong in supremacy. Yeah, that's then, just yeah. exactly right. That was, yeah, going second so strong, especially when you've got all those camo markers. Yeah. So then, like, turn two, he um, pushed forward with some of the war- more of his camo markers, and I think his right girl Spitfire and Avicenna. Uh, but I had Tigers that were kind of like up in the midfield that were kind of prone behind barriers that the mm-hmm. missile launcher couldn't see. Yep. So he didn't want to push too hard. Yeah. Um, and then, sort of, my second turn was kind of moving more stuff up there. Oh, no, he did a really cool thing actually in turn two. So I had my three wound Caliban Spitfire that was sort of dominating one of his zones. Mm. And um, yeah, I still have my speculo, 
Now, he failed to discover his, my specula with his pupnix in turn one. So turn two, he tried again, and he was oh. he succeeded. Um, so this, so then he tried again, you know, obviously revealing me properly. Mm-hmm. I decided, I was like, oh, do pupnix have weapons? And he was like, no, just CC weapons. So I was like, cool, I'll shoot you. Mm-hmm. So I shoot one of the pupnicks as he discover, mm-hmm. uh, kill one, kill one of the pupnicks. Mm-hmm. The other pupnik then walks into CC with me. Mm-hmm. I think I managed to beat that pupnik as well in CC, mm-hmm. luckily. Yep. Um, so then he all he's got left is the chimera, but he's not able to engage my caliban, uh, my specular with the chimera because my uh, three wound caliban's also watching the same spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does a really cool thing where he walks his transductor out, which is in, mm. in, in combat group number two, mm. and manages to flash pulse my Caliban. Caliban nice. So now that he's flash pulsed, now my camera can walk up without any without any problems at all mm. and walk into CC with my Speculo and kill her because she's like natural born warrior with a viral CC weapon. Yeah, Speculo's dead. And then proceeds then to walk, you know, climbing plus back down the building and walk into CC with my Caliban. My Caliban's blind, so he can't do anything except dodge and then kills my Caliban. So it's a really efficient way of getting rid of the three wound Caliban with with, with Chimera. Um, So that was good. And then, um, but in my turn, I'm I'm able to walk a shrouded in um, marker state uh, around the back of the Chimera into like her rear arc. And then and then unload a combi rifle and put her down, um, which win which then wins me that zone. Um, again, so I get another two points. Yes, yeah, four. And then four, on, oh, yeah. four two up now. Yeah, he's pushed a couple of bu- he's pushed a couple yeah. of buttons, so it's like four two or something like that. Mm. And then on the third turn, he goes and tries to dislodge my shrouded with what turned out to be Brand De Castro, and he was really unlucky because he came around the corner with a boarding shotgun, and I'm like, I'll. I'll I'll shoot you I guess mm-hmm. and um, I think he needs a seventeen no he needs a fourteen mm-hmm. yeah because plus six yeah he's a fourteen oh. and he rolls like a seventeen and a sixteen to hit mm. or something or a seven or a seventeen and a one yeah and I roll like a ten and then yeah. Brandon Castro goes down and he's like oh fuck so yeah, yeah like Brandon Castro should have just like beaten the shrouded but it didn't happen. Sure. And then in my turn, I'm able to reveal the Malignos, reveal the shred, uh, reveal the multi-sniper Malignos, and just basically walk into the zones that without he shooting has. or anything. Yeah, so actually, I didn't I didn't do anything with the Malignos multi-sniper except just reveal mm-hmm. it on the last turn and walk into the zone. Uh, so take that one, and that was uh, eight, four, eight, three, yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, and sure. win for me. So that was a really good, really good game. Uh, Kyle's yep. a great player. That um, Bakunin list is really scary with that miss launcher. Mm. Yeah, see Bakunin very much, do we? Not in Melbourne at the no. moment. No. Yeah. So no, that's cool. Really cool. Excellent. Excellent. All so right. What, what, what was your round two? Uh, round two. So round two, I played Chris. Uh, so another local um, player. Uh, he was running Vanilla Huggers Lamb. So I took the same list for as the first mission uh, as I did in the first mission, where it was the two red Zerats and two red so, Fury. So this is a seek and destroy. Seek yeah. and destroy. This is the custom mission. That's right. So, um, so obviously uh, the uh, the restriction. The what's the name? The 
Exclusion uh, zone. Exclusion zone, sorry. Uh, that had an effect, so my Zeros could only deploy 16 inches up, and um, my Krahots, well, my Krahots could deploy 16 inches up as well. But basically, um, I was going into Vanilla Hucker's Larm. Chris, I think Chris, yeah, Chris is quite a good player as well. I think he's... He, say, he says he normally plays uh, vanilla combined, but this is a this is like a, a cleanser for him. Yeah, that's right. He can just beat me with his second tier, uh, second tier, <laughs> anyway, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, so basically, he had he had a Barid hacker, he had a Mukhtar hacker, hacker Mukhtar uh, Red Fury, and Azrael, uh, uh, Libertos two day army. Um, I actually remember his list reasonably well. Uh, two Ghazis, mm-hmm. and I think he, he had a missile bot as well because it's the Canberra meta. Um, <laughs> which uh, which 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 Azrael was it? Uh, the HMG one. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so good. He just uh, he just blew things up. Uh, blew something. Oh, and two and yeah, I won the roll. Actually, I quit the roll. He rolled this. And he had Saladin, and he had two Specular Killers. One of them being two for um, Two for days, yeah, sorry. Two for days, and one of them being the character. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Sorry, he rolled a 17 for his willpower check. Ah. Oh, so beautiful. Um, mm. So he failed by one, and I passed mine, and I'm like, okay, you're playing Hung Slam. I'm just going to go first because I don't want to deal with um, uh, impersonators. Yep. So I went first. Uh, my first turn, I pushed two buttons, killed two dudes, uh, two HVTs, and I... Yeah, it's raining outside. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah, just sorry. I just, I just, I just pulled my thing at my ear because I was like, it sounded like someone was like invading my house, and I'm like, oh, no, no, it's just the rain outside. No, it's rain. Yeah, it's raining here as well. Uh, but yeah, so basically, I pushed two buttons, killed two HVTs, uh, lost a crack rod to a day army just because I don't so know. That's, um, what, that's what they do. It's because I'm shit house. Uh, <laughs> no, but basically, oh, but the main thing is I pushed up my zero at uh, Killer Hacker. This, this proved uh important later on um because i knew he had three hackers i'm like i can't leave this thing open because you have to repeat and blow it up um so i put it into market state and pushed it up the board and guarded it with a gaki and a couple of fire lanes um and then on his turn he basically did much the same he pushed two buttons killed two guys and then turn two was spent just exchanging and trying do as much damage to each other as we could without focusing on the objectives so at this point my lieutenant broke out of the link Went for a run down the flank, got like six orders, two lieutenant orders and four regular orders. Did quite a lot of damage actually. Um, and then came back into the link, came back all the way back because he had so many orders and rejoined the link. And one of the things with Hak Islam, I did, uh, I, I took away some of his like good gunfighters and then I just try, kept like these cross lanes of long range fire with the K1 sniper rifle, the HMG. And on the other side, with my um, with my Yaragat sniper, mm-hmm. right? So what happened on his on the second turn was one of his Ghazis ran out in front of my Darazi, and my Darazi threw smoke on my Yaragat, who was down, standing up, crossing the whole board in smoke as an arrow piece, and that really hampered him. Uh, so he had to be really careful. Yeah, because hack hack don't have any any white noise or clip smoke. No, absolutely. Yeah, exactly right. So, and they, and like, and fighting that thing was really painful for him. So he had to really maneuver around it. Uh, he basically, he, he had nothing to take it on with, basically. So he, he pretty much ignored it uh, as best he could. Uh, one of the other cool things that came into play, his hacker, he was really trying to get his Barut hacker up the board and throw a picture across the board yep. to spotlight my lieutenant and just blow him away. 
Um, but my guy here, which was in the middle of the table working like a mine, he just dodged as soon as he came near. And then all of a sudden, he he had to spend like three orders getting something across the board to take, get rid of this Gaki, which was overwatching his hacker. Yeah. Because, right. you know, uh, yeah, so that was really cool. So it was like it was like a lot of like cat and mouse games in the, in the midfield and we were back and forth. And then basically, um, yeah, so we both took damage in turn two and then turn three came down to uh, my killer hacking Z-Rat, which is in the market state, going for that run, like I said, to get the button. Push mm-hmm. the third button and allow me to like, kill a third HVT. And I got there and I pushed the button two dice on 16s. I rolled 17 and 19. Yeah. So I didn't get it. So then it was, uh, so it was a draw. It's four all going to turn three, his turn three. Um, and it was uh, anyone's to win. So it was a draw at that point. So the only thing he had, he was out of gunfighters because I killed his Azrael and his uh, Red Fury Mukhtar. I still had some good arrow presence with the uh, Yawgat. So basically, all he had is the Mukhtar hacker, which had to um, first kill my killer hacker Zerat, who's standing next to the button, just stupidly looking at, you know, just like, just like in the middle of nowhere. But it still had Mimitas minus six, and it, it was within eight inches of uh, of his Mukhtar. So I had I could have just flamethrowed him if he activated. So you had to find a way to deal with that, which took him some orders to then free up the Mukhtar to go for this run. And on this run, the Mukhtar had to get uh, dodge. And beat my Yagat once, and then jump on the button and and hit the button. So with his last order of the game, he got to the button with the Mukhtar and two die seventeens and got it got it done. So he won six four. So it was a really close game. Ooh, yeah, 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 it was it was awesome. Yeah. So if I had pushed the button and then he had pushed the button, uh, it would have been a draw. Or if I had managed to push the button and stopped him from pushing the button, which could have happened because my Yaga might have um, blew, blew him out of the, of the sky, um, I would have won the game. So, yeah, it was just an awesome game, real close. And I think, yeah, it was yeah, a tough one. It was good. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think the scoring for that mission is, is um, it, it can lead to like really high scoring draws or really like mm-hmm. close, like cl- close very, very high scores uh, in both sides. So my second mm-hmm. game was against Ed, mm-hmm. uh, your, your first round opponent. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's- um yeah so he he was running all 12 obviously and he ran a list that was it was two serious bots uh sorry sorry, two team serious hackers Mm -hmm. um an alpha lieutenant a couple of varangians a uh, liang kai a tr bot a monstrucker i think it was or some kind of engineer with a bot a um, same plasma carbine links. Links, yeah, yep. that's nasty. Real, real cool. Um, what else did he have? Yeah, yeah, had the usual sort of like you know um, flash pulse bots as well, and then he also had a specialist operative uh, lawkeeper with the side the side bot. Mm. So he held back two reserves. Um, he went first. He won the roll off and chose to go first. And obviously, he was holding back two enemy because the alpha allows you to hold back two. Oh, sorry. Yep. And he also had an Omega HMG. So his nice. two reserves were the Lawkeeper and the Omega HMG. Um, uh, that's Mimitism minus six, isn't it? Mimitism minus six. Uh, heavy infantry with HMG. So, so cool. like, like, burp. Um, no. kill things. So yeah, he um. So his first. Uh, so basically, the way that the way that we deployed the HVTs, as we said earlier on, was that mm-hmm. a lot of mine and, and his as well were deployed right next to the mm-hmm. buttons because that was the only mm-hmm. place you could put them. That wasn't immediately like 
hey, I'm, hey, hi, um, shoot me, please. So he he went on a run with his law keeper. Um, so actually, what was what was funny, right? Is I was like, I could have sworn. Oh fuck! Actually, did he? Sorry, did he have a? <laughs> did he have Andromeda in his in his in his? Um... Oh, no, I was I was really scared of that motherfucker. All right. <laughs> Yeah, and, did he have it on the side table? Yes, he did. Yeah, mother, yeah, yeah, he did that same to me. Yeah, freak. Yeah, I saw freak. it. I saw it on the on his sideboard, and I was like, yeah, I, was I mean, scared. obviously, like, even if he didn't have it there, I was, I could have sworn he was going to take Andromeda. Yeah, exactly right. So I, I changed my like my reserve normally is the speculo, obviously, mm, right? Mm. But in this one, because I was like, I'm going up against O12, I can see Andromeda on a sideboard, on his sideboard. Fuck it, I'm going to reserve my shrouded mine layer. Because if he deploys Andromeda, I just deploy mine next to her. Yes. Blah, whatever. Why that? You know, and uh, deploy the mine and maybe deploy like the shroud yeah, as well, looking sure. at her. So, like, you know, what what does she do? Like, she yep. she's probably gonna die. Um, but <laughs> she didn't have it. But I de- I had my shroud as my my reserve anyway. So he deployed the um the lawkeeper. Yep. Um, and the Omega. And I mm-hmm. deployed my shred mine layer, and I deployed the shred mine layer Bit in a way. Mismatch. It was a little, a little, a, a little bit, especially with the, um, yeah. especially with the exclusion zone. But yeah. I did, I did deploy the mine layer in a in a way in which if he wanted to cut, if he wanted to run down one flank with a lawkeeper, he was going to have to deal with the mine, which he nice. could obviously do with the side bot. But that yeah. was, that's ah, what it was. That's a personal side bot. Nice. Yeah. So I had. Um, Two speculos in this list. So one speculo I deployed, looking at one of his Varangians that was also yep. looking at his lieutenant. Mm. So I had it, you know, had it like on the alpha and the Varangians, basically be like, "Don't you dare activate impetuous." Mm. And then the other one I over, I over infiltrated into his DZ and put the mine next to his TR bot. Okay. So his first turn, he spent a lot of his first turn. Um, basically all of his first like a lot of his um, allocated time allocated hour mm. dealing with both speculos so and he, and he did it very well he um, he you know he eventually moved the Varangian up, uh, up, mm-hmm. up up a building to detonate the mine away from the TR bot and then was able to use the um, engineer's yud bot to reveal the speculo and eventually kill mm. the speculo so that's very fine cool. and then the other the other one he dealt with by using the serious bot to detonate the mine away from the alpha mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't able to kill the speculo, but was able to run into CC with the serious bot into mm-hmm. you know into the speculo and basically render her somewhat useless. Yep. Um, and then he, he did a really cool like the that lawkeeper man. I'm really 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 impressed with that lawkeeper. Eight six eight six bike with mimetism and mm-hmm. a combo rifle and a and a and a side bot that can that has a, a heavy riot stopper. Mm, really, really good. Nah, it looks yeah, it looks the business definitely. Yeah, so he was able to push two buttons, um, the one on his side, and the one on my side, and um, kill two of my HVTs. Um, nice. so then my turn, I I think I killed two of his HVTs in turn one. I think so as well. Yeah, seems easy in turn one while we were both in your deployment zones and just protecting yourself. You kind of get a free round of the board. Yeah, and then as the game goes on, people start coming out. You're like, oh well, now I have to deal with this guy. Yeah, and you yeah. push pushing the two near buttons is easier than pushing the two far buttons. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I was able to, uh, yeah, so I was able, able to reveal. So I think I pulled my my, my malignal set from hidden deployment, push one button, mm-hmm. and then moved uh, my Caliban Spitfire up to kill one of his um, mm-hmm. one of his dudes, and then pushed the other button with my shredded hacker and was in 
and then again use the Calvin Spitfire to kill the other dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go back into you know go back into Camel State, and then his turn he he uh, ran up and pushed um, his third button that was on his side and killed and took. Yeah, he had to do a fair bit of. I think he was expecting a um, Noctifer. Actually, no, sorry, I hadn't. I hadn't revealed the malign- the malignos at this point. So I think mm. he was he thrown some smoke with a Varangian because he was expecting a Noctifer. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, he was like throwing smoke up, and then he was moving up his serious team to kill the um, my own HVT. Mm. Um, and then I was able then on my turn to to. Uh, then I revealed the Malignos to push the button mm-hmm. and kill his third HVT with the Caliban. And then his third turn, he only had like, a, I don't know, like five minutes left on his third turn. Oh, and, he need, and, he, and he needed to push the button that was closest to me that I had defended with a Mine and a Malignos and a Taiga. And he was, he had lost, oh yeah, so he had a serious team that my... Caliban had killed mm-hmm. so he didn't have a specialist on that side anymore so the only, only specialist he had left was his hidden links that was on the other side of the table so uh, basically he spent his his whole thir- his whole last turn long. moving his links across the table to get down to my button and but he had to deal with obviously like I say the, the mine, the tiger and the malignos mm. and he was able to deal with the malign he was able I think he was able to kill the malignos no he wasn't actually I got really lucky I think I crit dodged yeah um, huge I, I crit dodged his um his plasma carbine and then he ran out of time he timed out oh yeah he had like two orders left yeah so yeah, yeah. um yeah he wasn't able to do it and so then my turn I um I killed his lynx I killed his Vrangian but then I ran out of orders to get my Malignos up to push the last button. Ah, wow. So it ended in a six-all draw. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. So if, if we were playing on the clock, then um, Ed would de- certainly have won. He, uh, he, he had the advantage. He he Basically, he had two orders left. So even though I crit dodged or something like that with the Malignos, mm. he would have just done it again. Mm. Probably killed the Malignos and then be able to walk around with the links, push the button, and then even even if even if all even if all he'd done is push the button, yeah. that would have given him that would have given him eight eight, eight point eight, yeah. eight but six. He needed a thirteen to pass, yeah. No guarantees, but likely, likely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, likely, yeah. Like he like he had two orders left, so he, he would have done one order to push the button and then the last order to shoot the HVT. Because it was in the same line. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it would have you know, if he passed yeah. the the pass whip check, he would have won. But because he timed out, he had two orders left and he, he just finished that roll. He was like, All right, this this is the last order. I'm gonna shoot the malignos. That's all I can do. And then my turn was trying to like kill him, you know, kill his stuff mm. to get to the bottom. But I just didn't have enough orders. So can you tell the uh, listeners your pro play of how you avoided getting missile spammed? Uh, he didn't have any missiles. In that, that I didn't have missiles. Not, uh... No missiles. He had, no, no, no. Sorry, no, sorry. That, that that that's a lie. He did have a missile bot, and I did consider over infiltrating the speculo with the mine to touch his missile bot. Mm. But because the um, exclusion zone, I don't think yeah. the serious team were in a good position. Neither, yeah, neither yeah. of them were because he well he lost one to the speculo because he needed mm. to get rid of it, yeah. and then the other one he moved up to push buttons with. So no. he just never had, and it also all my stuff was in camo state. So anything he yeah, did yeah. spotlight, I just went back into camo, and he couldn't yeah, touch he can't it anyway. bomb me then. then. Yeah, so like absolutely. you know, I think I had a speculo who on the last turn. 
killed the serious bot. Mm-hmm. The specular got spotlight in return. Mm. Then he just stood up and shot the HVT. Mm. Like he spotlit, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, he died, obviously, to mm. yeah. like being stuck to stand up. But, yeah. but um, yeah, he never got a chance to use it. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's like a combination of the mission with the yep. with the explosion zones and yep. my list that he just wasn't able. To yeah, do he it. just wasn't as good an opportunity there. So no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so it was, it was great. That yeah, it was great. Does my, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a great game. It was, uh, yeah, six all draw. I was, uh, I also was like, yeah, you've got this. And then I looked mm. at the clock, and he's only like, you know, a minute left. And I'm like, oh, mm. actually, this might be okay. Um, yep. I didn't. I didn't feel great that that had happened because it's not something that often ha- like has ever happened to me before. Um, yeah. Him timing out, but you know, I think it just comes down to the fairness of the game. You know, each each of us getting one hour. And yeah. I, and and I, and I think the fact that I had given him a, given him a puzzle to unpack on turn one with the two speculos, mm. I think that cost him the most amount of time because I believe, yeah. and I could be wrong here. But he took, you know, we, we both took about the same amount of time to deploy, about 15 mm. minutes each. But I reckon, I reckon uh, by the end of Ed's turn one, I think he only had like 17 minutes left. Mm, yeah, it's a lot. Huh? You know, yeah, it's a lot on turn one. You know, so yeah. so I think just just to get rid of my speculos, I think that just cost him um, the time he needed to, to to wrap up on turn turn three. Mm, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, so Ed nearly and Ed, Ed nearly got both of us in the end, but yeah. um, just, yeah, yeah no, well done. Um, so I'll move into my last game if that's all right. Yep, go for it. Yeah, so, yeah. so I played um last game. I asked. I have to say a big thank you to Trent Northbourne, um, who decided um because uh, he overheard me and Rob speaking about maybe playing uh, each other last round because I was down in Canberra. I thought it'd be a great opportunity to play him face-to-face. Um, so, but we had even uh, we had uneven numbers then at that point, so uh, Rob was going to Gumby, but Trent said, don't worry about it. I'm just going to call it early. Um, I've had a pretty good day anyway. So really big thanks to Trent. So that allowed me and Rob to play uh, lineup for the last round. And Rob used Vanilla Ariadna, and he, he was, I knew he was bringing the uh, bear pods. And I was really keen to face them because uh, everyone's been saying uh, big things about them. So um, I used my other Morat list with the Sograt, basically. And it was a really bloody game. Um, basically, Rob, I set up in a way where I put crossfire lanes along the board uh, to try to stop the advance of the dogs. I even, I don't usually leave my Yaogat on, uh, on Aero duty unless it's late in the game, like... Uh, previously, but in this case, I thought it was worth it to block uh, counter deploy his dog warrior, uh, his Cameronian. Basically, it's yeah, yeah, basically. So uh, by doing that, I also had the Sawgrass standing, and I was just like making uh, put the Sawgrass standing up because I thought the only thing that he's really got to deal with the Sawgrass is uh, Spetsnaz, I guess. But like HMG Spetsnaz against Sawgrass in cover, I'm like, um, oh, go for it. It'll take you take a lot of time. But um, what actually ended up happening is Rob played hyper-aggressive with his Unknown Ranger, and he got uh, he got through my Aero like, fire, uh, fire lanes to get a bead on my Sograt. It did take him three orders to bring him down, um, and then he moved on and got my Yaogat as well. But at that point, he had burnt all the orders in pool one on this Unknown Ranger. It was a really aggressive play. Uh, but he did take a Yaogat and Sograt, 
but then his unknown ranger was stuck in pretty much in my deployment zone on top of a roof. So my first turn, all I had to do uh, was, I'm like, the only thing you need to achieve this turn is get rid of the unknown ranger as efficiently, as cleanly as you can. So what did I do? I lost a Crackrot and I lost a Datarazi to do it. So it cost me, so that unknown ranger cost me four models in the end. But to be honest, in hindsight, I could have got rid of him with just the Datarazi. Um, where I could have just berserk the Darazi in and just trade it. I think that would have been pretty good odds. But I also had a bead on him with my um, K1 Sniper, which I missed, but that's okay. But the point is, so my turn one uh, was trying to just stop the bleeding, which was in the form of the Unknown Ranger, and I did. Uh, and I pushed up the board a little bit with my Warbands to kind of take some territory. And then turn two, the Onslaught just kept coming. So that Cameroonian came deep. He didn't do too much damage, actually, because we came around and put templates on uh, Datarazi, two Datarazi and a Crackrot, but they all dodged because they're, they're just beasts. Uh, mm-hmm. They have yeah. high fizz. And then he tried to move on to the Link team and try to do some damage there. But at that point, he was engaged by one of my Datarazis uh, in close combat. And then he stopped using orders on them. The Bear Pods really didn't do much. They didn't really push on. Uh, they pushed on and hit behind the building. So then my turn two, I killed this Cameroonian that was my deployment zone. The most annoying part about this is that I just couldn't get out of my zone. Like he was just putting me under so much pressure by throwing the things for me to deal with. Um, uh, and basically, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, basically then my turn two, I got rid of the Cameroonian, pushed out of my deployment zone, re- reorganized my link a little bit and killed his bear pod by going um, by killing one of his bear pod guys the i think the character one they pushed on the car- so the character one no well one of them one of them's like one of them's like uh one of them's like um regular re- and those are regular yeah one of them has a control one of them doesn't does yeah. is that yeah, yeah. so the one that doesn't have a control is the one i killed right okay yeah the, so, the, re- uh, the regular bear the one yeah the, that's the, right the one with the shotgun yeah yeah so i actually sent um uh, my lieutenant i pulled him out of the link Doing that, uh, pulling, dropping out of the link again, uh, and pushing through with um, pushing him on and killing the uh, using my HMG and then coming back into the link, using you making use of those lieutenant orders. Mm-hmm. Um, so then on Rob's uh, turn three, he just tried to do as much damage as he could to me. He threw an SAS at my lieutenant, and my lieutenant just survived him. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so he did one. His SAS came and took care of most of my link. And did some did took a wound off my lieutenant, but left me with like three models for my last turn, basically. And I managed to get my so basically the game ended with me having two models, him having like maybe eight or six or seven models. But as far as points wise goes, um, I had sixty odd points left, mm-hmm. and he had maybe one hundred twenty points potentially. He had because uh, he lost Verona. He literally had um, oh, a spetsnaz. How did you kill Verona? Uh, he, because um, I had the last turn, he left Verona up on Aero because Verona never left his deployment zone. Oh, yeah. So just to slow me down, he put Verona up on Aero duty and I took him out with the Seriat. Mm. But um, I got my, I was got the Seriat in my nearest zone and I got uh, put put the card on down there as well because I had that Intelcom card. And I got maybe 58 points worth of uh, models into that zone. He happened to get sixty points into that, sixty-one points into that zone. Oof. So, yeah, so he 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 outpointed me. But then the middle zone, all he had was a Marauder, and then in his zone, all he had was uh, the controller. So he just he played it really well in the sense, well as Rob does, uh, he played it really well in the sense that he just he 
got what he needed into the right zone just to get maximum points. And yeah, and uh, and he did so much. Damage. It was just a brutal game because he had really had very little left as well. So it was cool. It was yeah, it was a really good game. It was really enjoyable. So he won ten nil. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought I dealt with the uh, bear pods pretty well. Um, I should have expected unknown ranger for if I could have stopped the unknown ranger from going on such a strong run. I think um, or just slow him down by an order or two. I think it would have been very different. Uh, it would have been very close, much more close yeah, game. Him, him being able to drop your Sagarat and your Yaga in turn one is quite quite a Huge. big, quite yeah, big. That, those, those are your, those are your beat pieces or your arrow mm. pieces as well. Um, mm. surprise! Well, surprise and pleased that you didn't, you know, get completely bear pulled off the table like so many people have been. Because yeah, it's yeah. fucking scary. If they can get into yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can deploy them pretty well. I just missed out on Ranger Rush, um, and the other thing I did was turn one i wasn't as efficient as i should have been because not only did i lose two uh crack rot and that rising killing his unknown ranger i also used more orders than i should have to do that so that meant my warbands my gahis and predators didn't push up and take middle ground and set up for turn two pressure yeah, sort of thing right. so so yeah so it was it was like a chain of effects like he really put me in a hard position and i responded okay to it but i needed to respond well to kind of get back in the game so uh because he was running out of gunfighters like the spetsnaz can't take on a five-man link very well i don't think no um so, no. so uh yeah because all of a sudden he's losing his surprise and he's only damaged 15 against my ap by the way um the syriats immunity ap came into um, came into play quite a few times uh, throughout the day, so no, oh, yeah, cool. because yeah, because of the yeah, like unknown danger and like a lot of stuff in Ariadna's AP. Yep. And AP, like, oh, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah like the, like the bear pod, the bear pod having climbing plus as well is pretty gross. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're really they're really cool. Um, I think yeah, there's there's definitely there's definitely going to be uh you're going to be seeing a lot of them, especially with the new models which are going to come out, which is going to be cool. Yeah. But yeah, what about your game three? Because you yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just like oh, I can't eat I can't drink Kevin I just you can have to drink. sit here so I'm, joking, I'm, joking. I'm sorry this isn't prison mate if you if you need a break I mean we're we're gonna be wrapping up soon because it's, no, it's, no, we knew, this, we this episode this episode has gone on for a little bit longer than I expected to so yes, uh, and, 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 and I can see spending two days with you Kevin I thought I would have run out of things to talk about mate <laughs> and I can I can see your eyes on the video are like they're not pointing in the same direction anymore so I might have to <laughs> well mate I haven't exactly caught up on my sleep, to be honest. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. You've been, all, you've been at home all day isolating and you haven't slept. Fuck. I've been working. I've been working. Yeah, but no, it's, it's You've been working from home. That's basically yeah. a day off. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Speaking anyway, yourself, Jesus Christ. All right, okay. So my last round, my last round, I came in and I was playing against uh, Callum, otherwise known as Chibi. Uh, lovely, lo- lovely bloke. Uh, he was running White Banner, uh, so you know I know I know White Banner pretty well now because um, been playing you, Nick. Uh, been playing Nick <laughs> a few times. Um, but uh, yeah, so we were playing Frontline, and he, um, yeah, so he he was like, so he he won the no wait he won the so funny thing was he won the roll off. He was like, I'll go first. I'm like, cool Frontline, fine. I'll 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 take second turn. Mm. And he says, I'll depl- I'll hold back to you in reserve. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So he deploys a, a five-man link, Shang-Chi and Forge Zan-Chi. Mm-hmm. Two Longya, uh, some Flashboss bots, uh, a Warcore, um, a couple of bits and pieces. 
I'm like, oh, there's a lot missing from this table. All right, cool. So anyway, I like to deploy my stuff and, and everything, and it's all good. And then he his reserves are two blue wolves. And I'm like, fuck, all right. And he's like, and he, and he says to me as he puts them down, he's like, I don't think this is a very good list. And I'm sitting there going, well, I don't think I've got a list that can deal with like one tag, let alone two. Um. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I'm like, oh shit, ass. So I put down my um, my speculo. My speculo goes on a rooftop next to Longya, and my mind goes down next to his link team that he's uh, kind of lined up in a pretty convenient, pretty convenient way. Um. But he managed to like really well um get rid of the line by just standing the Longya up, and dodging mm-hmm. manages to like pass the dodge. So that's oh, fine. That's I'm like I'm like great. Um and he uh yeah he 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 does he does pretty well he he um actually he, he gets pretty unlucky he he tries to reveal the lot the speculative with the long yeah fails then he walks a zanshi up the ladder to reveal the speculative also fails but what I don't what what I never think about with speculos right is what he does is he goes what he does is he goes um I'm gonna discover <laughs> with the long yeah and I'm like all right I'm gonna do nothing. And he goes, okay, mm-hmm. second, second half of my order is I'm going to place a mine. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. You can, you can, yeah, you can do that because I'm a friendly trooper. And he's like, yep. I'm like, yeah. oh. That sucks. Shit. <laughs> that so, really sucks. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. Yeah, it's actually really good. It was like, oh, I was like, oh. Well, you can okay. just drop mines around a speculator. Yeah, right? Yeah. So he fails it with the long yard, but then he goes up and does it with the Zanshi and successfully manages to reveal the speculo. So my speculo goes, well, I'm going to die anyway, so I'm just going to place a mine. So I've got a mine looking at his long yeah and um, and his link leader, <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, forgot about that. So he's got a, he's got a Zanshi on a rooftop and a long yeah on a rooftop, both standing up, unable to move now because there's a mine that the speculos just left as he de- as he departed mm. the, as he's departed the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he he moves a few things up, moves them. Uh, he's got some monks as well, obviously as well, mm-hmm. and he, he moves all that up too, and. Um, I'm I'm deployed in the midfield, you know, as I am because yeah, Shaz, yeah, right? Um, I I, um, I have my hacker who's in the middle. He's on, he's on a building rooftop in the middle, prone. And I this put, the no the, no, shredded. the the shredded hacker. Yeah. Um, not not that I'm expecting a, a blue wolf, but I'm like thinking, well, a hacker in the midfield is useful for multiple reasons. So mm-hmm. he's there, but to protect him because I know he's going to have monks, and I know that there's ways up to this building with mm-hmm. ladders and stuff. I take the mine from my shrouded mine layer and put the mine on the rooftop next to the mm-hmm. hacker, mm-hmm. just in case anything comes up that ladder. The mine will go off on the on the shrouded, yeah, yeah, for on, sure. the, on the on the on whatever comes up. Um, yeah, so um, my turn, I'm like, okay, well, I've been given a pretty good gift here. I've got a, I've got mm-hmm. a longya and a zanchi on a rooftop, mm-hmm. yep. and a mine next to them. I'll just walk the caliban up. So walk the caliban up and and and, and cover, <laughs> reveal. And shoot the um, the long yeah, because you can't eat that, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm like, yeah, I'm like fucking yeah. So I shoot the long yeah, and I hit it. I think three times. Yeah, I think I hit it three times. And he's like, "Oh, what do I do?" I'm like, "I'm just." He's like, "I think he's. I think he chooses to dodge." Uh, yeah, he chooses to dodge. Um, and obviously the mine goes off in the zanshi, and the and the long yeah. So. Mine goes, off the, mine goes off in the Zanshi in the Longya. I hit the Longya three times. He passes all three saves on the Longya. Passes the save on the mine. The Zanshi, who hasn't got an arrow at all, also manages to pass the his armor save in the mine. And nothing happens. <laughs> and I'm standing there going, 
And of course, because they both be hit, he then just goes fail, fails guts and goes prone with both of them. And I'm like, oh, this is a this is a great start. Um, so I've got my boarding shotgun shredded, who decides to like walk up to his link team. But of course, because the link team's got six 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 cents, as I close oh. in, he starts to dodge with the zanchis to like you know space yeah, them out a bit. Yeah. So I get, to, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm able to reveal the spe- uh, the shrouded. I lay a boarding shotgun on one member of his link. Luckily, put it down, just to unconscious though. Then come around the other corner, put another one down, and I'm like, okay, mm. this feels okay. Try to move the Caliban up to um, engage the rest of his link team, but he's got a war core there. And I just don't have enough orders to like re-camouflage with the Caliban and then move in. So I just kind of like mm. decide not to do anything. Um, I had some Tigers that had moved up, but they were both successfully flash pulsed by his um, war course. They were just kind of standing there like going, ah, my eyes. Um, yeah. And then nothing else really happens that turn. His second turn come, rolls around and he's like, okay, well, you've got a Caliban and a Shrouded here. I'm going to get rid of them. So he manages to, first of all, gets paramedic Zanchi and like in two orders brings back both Zanchi. So I'm like, cool, good. That's that's just undone all my work. Um and then moves the link team in, takes up my boarding shotgun shredded, but and then and then, then I think he goes and tries to get after my Caliban, but my Taga, who was once blinded, mm-hmm. is obviously within eight inches of the link team and it's an entire time. Oh, wow. So the entire time he's just like passing dodges. Mm-hmm. and eventually as his link team gets around to like reveal to try to reveal my Caliban my cat my own Taiga dodges into CC with one of the Zanchi and then Calum's like oh well I can't activate the link team now because then the Taiga will be like mm-hmm. om nom nom yeah. so he does a thing where he <laughs> we bring Rob over for this as well and he's like I don't know don't quite know what's going on here but he decides to coordinate he decides to break the link team and then coordinate order mm-hmm. into the into the Taiga Mm-hmm. Um, my tiger wins the face to face and eats one of the Zanchi, and then he, I think he kills the tiger eventually with his Shangji, which is the right yep. move because he's like CC nineteen with burst yep. three because he's uh, he's got yeah. like you know piling piling bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tiger dies, but he now has he's now out of order, so he can't go and reveal the Caliban. Mm. So I'm like, phew. Uh, so really? my okay. so my turn, I run the Caliban into into one Zanchi, kill it. Run it into another Zanchi, kill it. Run it into third Zanchi, kill it. <laughs> and then I've just got oh, this Shangji left, so he runs into this Shangji. Takes a few orders, but mm. I've got three wounds. I've run out of D charges at this point, so I'm just like punching him with my fist. Yeah. And uh, eventually take out the Shangji. So this Caliban in one turn has managed to kill an entire Link team. Fuck. I'm like feeling okay about that, but I've still yeah. got, but I've still got both of his Blue Wolves to to deal with, and they're like in the midfield. And I don't ah, have any yeah, real that's way where the of points are, yeah, yeah, exactly. So. That's like 140, 150 mm. points or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't have anything there. But what he's what he does is, I think it's his turn two or turn three. I forget now which turn it is. Mm. It must be turn two. He he walks his blue wolf into the midfield mm. within eight inches of my shredded hacker. So my shredded hacker total controls the uh, blue wolf, mm. and he's like, oh damn. So he's now possessed. He then walks his monk into base-to-base contact with the blue wolf to basically mm. just tie the blue wolf up so I can't mm-hmm. shoot things, which is a great move. Sure. Um, but then in the ensuing rest of the orders, he reforms his... This is back when he's still got the link before he loses mm. it. He reforms the link 
Reforms the link and then realises at that moment he spent his last command token. Uh, what? So this is his last command token and his blue wolf is still possessed. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Goodbye, yeah. blue wolf. Yeah. So he can't, he, he can't repossess it back on his third turn. So that's just really lucky for me. Um, so my, my third turn basically is re- revealing this Malignus Sniper, revealing the Malignus Keller Hacker, pushing into the into his zone with the mm-hmm. Caliban, and then mm-hmm. pushing as much as I can into the midfield to outpoint his one remaining Blue Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, to basically to then, I think it gets me a 10, 10-0 win because I managed to have the telemetry as well. Nice. As my nice. classified. But if it wasn't what did for you that, do with the what did you do with the possessed blue wolf? Did you move him out of the zone or did you kill him or Well, because he's possessed, he's a null he's in a null state, so he's worth nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if he had wow. managed to repossess him back, yep. then it would have been I wouldn't have been able to control the midfield because he would have had hundred and forty odd points there and I just didn't have those points. Huge. But because he spent his last command token reforming the link. He couldn't. He couldn't take it back. So it was not. It was an null state. So so I, could it be resetting? No, you can't reset or possessed. Fuck, I'm gonna read that. All one. you can. All you can do is either spend a command token to cancel the possessed state, or have an evil hacker with. Um, no, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, not not an evil hacker. Have a regular hacker. Yeah. With with, with total control, but he didn't have. I don't think he had any hackers on the table. Now I think about it. Did he have any regular hackers? I don't think so. Mm. No, maybe so part that, of the link or something. So yeah, that's yeah. No, it, it yeah. wasn't because you know, I remember asking him if he had any hackers yeah. in the link, so he didn't. So that's maybe one thing he could like change in the in the list is to yeah, have a regular hacker just to be in zone control, just to exercise. Yeah, if that the, ever happens, um, right. yeah, ever happens. Because yeah, if it wasn't mm. for that, he would have. It would have. He wouldn't have. I don't think he would have won, but it would have been a closer. But he would have had the middle one. Yeah, it would have been I would have. I would have had to three or something. Yeah, I would have really had to push harder to get rid mm. of it. Especially, you know, especially because anything I moved up to the midfield, he would have just either shot with a heavy flamethrower or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was yeah, a good nice. Game. Oh, yeah, well so done. it was a, it was a yeah, it was a good game. It started really badly for me. We just with some really terrible dice rolls, and yeah. he, like his dice were rolling super hot, and yeah. you know, just like a lot yeah. of crits. But I mean, not to take away from his performance, he did really mm. well with the with, mm. with the link and the two blue wolves. Really scared me because in front yeah, line we've like got those chunks of points that you can just move into the midfield. Oh, that's huge. And Seven. then, you know, and if I've got nothing to take it on, I've I've really got to push all my stuff in there too. So, well done to him. It was good. Um, and that was it. What did that leave you in the tournament standings? Right, yeah. So, finishing off that day, um, I end up coming second. Oh. So, uh, the person who came first, oh, what was his name? Is it David? Uh, uh, yeah. Andrew, no, uh, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Andrew. David's yeah. brother. David, David's his brother, yeah. So, Andrew played a place first with his military orders. And I got yeah. to have a sneak peek at his list, and I was pretty impressed with it. It was like a, yeah. it was like a five man link of Croziers with a mm. Knight of Justice missile launcher, so standard, mm. very good. Yeah. A Hospitaller HMG Harris, mm. a the Knight of Holy Sepulchre with HMG. Yeah, yeah. An NCO, probably. Yep, and then he had, and then like would have had Knight Commander, I uh, a Knight Commander, and then like Knight, and then Rip Two was like a War Corps and a Tech B. Yeah, 
Yes, right. Yeah. So it's basically like, it's essentially like a limited insertion. It's essentially ten orders, but he had yeah. like two. He had like flash pulses in the second. Yeah, combat. just to piss you off. Yeah, yeah for exactly. Sure. And uh, it was just like a whole bunch of like fuck you in that list. So mm. uh, and he did very well with it because he. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he ended up first. But actually, this was, is for the six years of um under power underwhelming. <laughs> we're coming. It was yeah. It was a shame I didn't I didn't get to play him the last round because I would have liked to have uh, have seen how that list went against my Shaz, But um, yeah, because he would have to fucking discover everything. Yeah, but I mean, he also yeah, had like the armor. Fun. He had the armor and stuff like just to beat me away. Like my Caliban would have been like, oh, I yeah, don't think I want to fight you. Yeah, military, uh, military are in a good spot. I reckon. Um, uh, yeah, I've been playing them recently as well. I think they're. They're in a very good spot at the moment. So, yeah. no, nah, they're awesome. But um, I came second last or third last, I think. So we we were polarized. We were like, yeah, we gave Canberra a taste of both <laughs> aspects of Melbourne. You know, <laughs> yeah, we gave them the full right. I mean, to nah, be fair, really- I think I think I've got you to thank for my for my placement because I think if you hadn't challenged Rob in round three, I would have I would have faced him. And then I would have mm. like not ended up second, so so no, like, I, know, I think yeah. I think I've got like a little bit there there to there to thank you. Game, but, I guess. But, Melbourne uh, versus Canberra. Really. Melbourne versus Canberra. But it was it was a great it was a great day. Um, that was awesome. It was awesome. No, thank uh, you again for Rob and the guys for making such an effort to you know give up their Saturday night to hang out with us and have beers as well as you know making it as easy as possible for us uh, on the top yeah of the day. yeah no it was great yeah we went for beers after afterwards we had we had some drinks we had to, to, got to discuss the game we got all got to get to ride some scooters. Some scooters. You, yes, Val. I've got some good photos of you riding a scooter later yeah. late, later on at night. Um, yeah. Looking looking about as good as you do right now. Um, oh, mate! I was on. I was. <laughs> mate, I, was, uh, I, I, I won't. Yeah, I don't want to keep you any longer, but I just want like any final thoughts on like you know on thoughts on the Canberra meta or or the tables or anything like that that you want to you know, or any praise you want to. Gotta miss asking. Fuck off. Yeah. Nah, right. Um, enough, yeah. Nah, 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 genuinely, I don't think it's uh, overpowered. I just think it's something that's worth keeping a pulse on. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep your finger on the pulse. I don't think it's overpowered. I think it's just how you <clears throat> how you approach it and how yeah uh, yeah how how you kind of like play into it. Yep. Um, I think Agreed. that'll that'll be the determining factor. Um, as far as the tournament, great fun, just awesome playing. Um, yeah, Infinity, and as far as uh, next month's challenge, it's gonna be fun. I hope a lot of people you know get a get out of their comfort zone. Find some, you know, find some freshness in their list building, in their faction, you know, just yeah, and, and just enjoy it, really. Yeah, that's my only takeaway. Yeah, yeah, this this challenge has been formally approved as as a, as a stamp of approval from 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 Val. <laughs> Val yeah, you got the yeah. the fedora, the the stamp, like, you know, fedora. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's too cool, man. Like, no, yeah, yeah he is the. Yeah, that's cool. it. So. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll we'll wrap it up there anyway because uh, I think I reckon awesome. I'm about to lose uh, about to lose Val fully. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I am struggling. Yeah, it's eleven. I think it's gonna be like a three-hour podcast. Is, I didn't like, think it's gonna be a three-hour podcast either. I, I don't know what's going on. I think we spent a lot of time talking about other shit. But um, yeah, I think so. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, if oh. anybody actually gets to this point, um, oh, the only person I haven't mentioned is Salty Dan actually. So, um, for him to get uh, his shout out, he can has to listen to all three hours of it. So there you go. Salty Dan, uh, yeah, he's um he's actually he's like one of our local players who found the game really difficult, and he's like one of the players that um we I really wish he was exposed to Code One before in uh, N Four, but uh, but he really persevered, and he's uh yeah he's actually 
become quite a good player. Is Melchior Orders really? Uh, he's found his uh, tune in Melchior Orders. Um, yeah, so, so I mean, Lost Lieutenant t- takes it all back from when we, uh, when we when we reviewed them a few episodes ago and, and told them like they were they were hot garbage. They're uh, they're not. They're pretty good. So, uh, well, we're here for the hot takes, right? Yeah, <laughs> Lost I mean, Lieutenant, yeah, we're the, not here for the inside. The, 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 the hot takes, not the not the not the right takes. Um, not the inside. Well, no. Thanks, thanks so much, Val, for coming on nah, and, awesome. and uh, spending this time and, and chatting. It's been really good. Awesome. Uh, and thank you for the weekend, man. It was great. It was yeah, no, it was yeah, great. It was good. It was good hanging out with you and and, and talking talking shit and watching. Some anime and yeah, uh, and playing games, playing so, games for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, riding around some 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 scooters. Yeah, uh, we have to get a game ourselves in sometime soon. Actually, I haven't played for a while. Yeah, no, we uh, haven't. We haven't. Yeah, but uh, sure. we'll, we will hopefully do that very soon. Absolutely. Uh, all right, listeners. Well, um, just a quick th- uh, recap there. So we've got the July challenge that was running for the rest of July. Play a profile or unit that the internet says is shit, and write <laughs> us into lossoflieutenant at gmail.com as to why you either either agree or disagree and uh, that's all for now so you've been listening to Loss of Lieutenant my name's Kevin and I'm Val been a pleasure good night good night